Nailed it. Nailed it. (laughs) (laughs) I can can just see you on it. (laughs) It's time for Loud Pipes. The podcast that brings you the best conversations relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. Here are your hosts for this episode, Rich Warfield, Rico Hogan, and John Maracle. Loud Pipes, episode 104. We got a nice big ride to Pennsylvania we need to talk about. Delivered the MPC trophy to Dangerous Dave. And there's a new Goldwing. Holy cow, new Goldwing. Say what? Say what? Brother Hogan, what's going on, man? Man, I ain't feeling no pain tonight. Ooh. No pain at all. Ooh, ooh, I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> well, spill it. What do you have oh, in your man. belly? Man, I, I just got home from uh, Buffalo Wild Wings. And I had one of the uh, little cocktails, some kind of Halloween pumpkin, something other, with uh, whiskey and whatever pumpkin cocktail they had together. That oh, was yeah. good. Then I, I have a pumpkin that I'll be sipping on tonight. Pumpkin. On top of that, that's a good so, one. That's a good one. Yes, sir. So, full of no pain. No pain. No pain. Well, this will be a quick one. I know he's not feeling well. Spider Silk, TD, Super Riding Extraordinaire, whatever we want to call him. Johnny John, how are you? Oh, hanging in there tonight. Hanging in there. Did he get enough nicknames in there for you? Sure. (laughs) You all get their spitball? (laughs) Spitball, yeah. (laughs) Like one person in the world knows that name. (laughs) Right. Well, he'll get a chuckle off that. I know, yeah, he'll get a chuckle. If it sticks, yeah. So, 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 so. Unfortunately, no. I'm not drinking tonight. I'm just having some nice hot tea, trying to deal with this cold I got. I think I've uh, been riding a little too much, so uh, I think it's finally caught up to me. So that Pennsylvania riding that's did it to him. Too much riding, the man says. Well, mm-hmm. I, I show mouth. I won't. I won't tell you how many miles I've done, but I've done a lot. You think? Just a little. Just a little. Just a tad. Just a tad. All right. Well, you enjoy your tea. Yeah. And where are you drinking, my buddy? Well, I'm going to join. I'm not, not really joining Brother Hogan, but I know you were in Asheville recently. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. From the Highland Brewing Company out of Asheville, I have Clawhammer Oktoberfest Lager. Ooh. Beautiful. That's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Man, if you. Man, there it seems like in Asheville, there's more and more breweries opening up. I just can't keep, I can't keep track of them all. There's just oh, too many. I tried to hit as, as many as I could while I was up there, but man, I had this one Cigar City. It was a brown ale. You gotta have that one, bro. Ooh, Cigar City. Check them out. Cigar brown City. Ale. That's the name of the brewery. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Go check it out. Ridiculous. Then I had some barbecue. 
Now, if you go to Asheville, I think I said this to you and John already. <laughs> but man, that was some good ass barbecue. I ain't had no good ass barbecue like that in a long time. Just man, straight up proper good ass barbecue. That's it for real. Still, and they got like a Asheville? sauce bar. No, no, Asheville? I'm back in that. I'm back in Atlanta now. I got here today about three, four o'clock. Okay, but I was going to tell you another barbecue place. All right, fellas, new topics. Let's do it. Sure. Mm-mm-mm. Man, oh man. I got to hear a lot of that over the weekend. Did you? I sure did. We. John and I finally got out for a nice long ride this year. It's It's been a minute since we've done that. And we probably covered... I've been saying 1,400, but I think it was 1,200. So we went and went up to Pennsylvania, delivered the NPC individual trophy to Dangerous Dave. Double D. Big shout out to Dave for that. And just got to hang out with uh, more of our riders. Uh, Brother Zion was up there. Hung out with him. Stayed over. Appreciate the hospitality. Yeah, yeah. And Chris came over from Long Island. So it was a nice nice little ride group. Nice. So keep me straight, John. What was the mileage? Was I am I right? Is it about twelve hundred? Mm, maybe for you it was twelve hundred. For me, it was almost uh, thirteen hundred for me. What? Don't lie. <laughs> I'm going with fourteen. Then that sounds better. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That's you, you were up there yeah, because I I since I had what was it next draw. 30 miles to meet up with you and we split off and you had another hundred. Yeah. So you probably got, you got almost 1400 in. Yeah. The, the sad reality is I, I think we talked about this before. I wanted, I wanted 40,000 on the bike this year. That was my goal. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. So I'm at 35, 35, five, almost six. Oh, so close. And I, I figured it out. I can do it by the end of the year. I'm going to need 500 miles a week. And I, and I can get it. John, where you at? <laughs> on miles on a bike? Yeah. You want to know? Yeah, I do, actually. 25. <laughs> I, I on you know what? Home. Never mind. I just got a little puke in my mouth. <laughs> oh, that, was, that was a slip. That was a whole accident. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, how do awesome. you like that, Rico? How do you like that? That's That's pretty amazing. 25,000 miles. Holy cow. One year. Or, no, that's yeah. on the bike. That's not one year. Still. No, I, I won't say how many miles I got. In the, uh, well, I could. I could I could let Roger know because, you know, we got this little challenge in the, in the you know, in the clubhouse on how many miles we're going to ride this year and got a leaderboard. And Roger's up there and he, he th- he's worried about the lead. But I'm knocking on the door. <laughs> But as I told him, you got to watch out for Brother Zion. Yeah, he's he's got a touring bike now. That's the sneaker. And he'll ride through the winter, down to the negatives. Yep. All right, so here's what we're going to do on this trip. On the last night in the hotel, John and I sat down. We did a little off-the-cuff recording and just wanted to recap our thoughts of the trip. You know, as it, as it was a little more raw instead of 
you know, now being a few days later. So what yeah. do, and it came out pretty good. We released it earlier this week as a kind of a pre downshift episode. So what I think we'll do is we'll have Rico pick our brain a little bit. That'll get through the conversation from the weekend and then we'll get on to our other stuff. And then at the end of this episode, we'll attach that audio for anyone who wants to hear it. And the, you know, the guys in the clubhouse, they've already heard it, you know, cause we put it out in the, the private feed. So, but for anyone else that wants to hear it, we'll just tail, tail it on to the end of this episode. You know, once you hear the, the final music for anyone that's already heard it, you can just skip it. Or if you want to continue there'll be about 50 more minutes of audio. Yeah. And do know it was 1030 at night. Was it 1030? 10 o'clock at night after day number four of riding. Yeah. Yeah. It was we late. Were, we were tired. Maybe a little we punchy. Yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is as silly as we were at some points, not a drop to drink. No, not a drop. And, and, That's brutal. And Rich wasn't picking his toenails. Mm-mm. Oh, I learned. I left my socks on. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So yeah, so I'll, I'll reset the trip a little bit, Enrico. You can think of some questions, and we'll we'll try to extract some nuggets and lessons learned and things like that. Mm-hmm. So after a long, stressful work week, which is what seems to be the trend nowadays before I get to ride is I have all this stuff that needs to get done before I can go ride. So I ended up just at the kind of the last minute Thursday after work, getting out of the house, you know, shoving stuff in the bag at the last minute. And whoa, 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 finally, whoa, whoa. Hang, hang, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. 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 You told me you were packed at 1030 the night before. Mostly. Most liar. Most liar. <laughs> And, 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 and to set this up, Rico, I was the one late getting packed this time. What? I got stuck at work until like 5.15. <laughs> and I was supposed to leave at 6 o'clock to meet Rich. And I haven't even packed. Oh. All right. So what, what time did you guys finally meet up? Eight? Nine? When did we meet at the gas station? Was that for eight? 8.40. Okay. 40, yeah, almost nine. Holy cow. Slackers. And then we had another that's 100 miles that's to just run. Not, that's mm, not right, Rich, seven. by the way. Or, 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 or John, that's not right. What happened? What's not right? You. What, not being ready to go? Well, yeah, not ready to go. You you normally like a week ahead of everybody. <laughs> well, what, what happened? Well, the, the predecessor to that was the weekend before I went on a trip as well. He had a huge ride in before the huge ride. Yeah. The weekend before, I did 1,400 miles from the beach of North Carolina to the mountains of North Carolina, did a tail of the dragon, and drove rode home in two days. Excuse, excuses. So, and I had to go to work. I had to wash my clothes. Had to repack everything. I was planning to come home at, on Thursday at 3 o'clock, but unfortunately, I got stuck at work to get stuff ready to go, be set to go. And then Rich sends me a message. Hey, I'm not leaving until 630. I'm like, oh, sweet. I got time to get ready now. Yeah, I expected him to be like, you know, I'm ready to go. Like, come on. And he's like, all right. right. He's like, yeah, I could use a little more time. It works out, right? Yeah. It all works out. So so anyway, so continue on the story here. So, yes, we met uh, around Mount Airy, North Carolina. Got some gas. 
Um, and the temperature layers was on. dropping. Yeah, we were putting layers wow. on like it was wintertime. Yeah, it felt like wintertime because I was just up there this weekend. And man, it's kind of, it was been pretty, whatever cold front we got was m- massive up in North Carolina, up in Asheville, Carolina. It was ridiculous. It was like one night it was 32 degrees and one the other mm-hmm. night it was like 34 degrees. It was ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I, I couldn't wait to get south. Yeah, I think John said it was it was through fifty five when we left, or was oh, it yeah. just under sixty? But it was getting cold. Yeah, it was getting you, cold. you know, at fifty five degrees, me and John be throwing stuff on like madman. Uh, me too. <laughs> I was layered <laughs> up. Yeah, so we layered up because I knew we were going up the mountain too because we we're going to go fancy up, and I knew we were going up the mountains, and I knew it was going to get cold. So we get to the hotel. Mm-hmm. Now, wait, a wait, 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 wait. 55 degrees and Rich was cold? Yeah, Rich was cold. Because last time we had this 55 degree conversation, he was laughing at both of us. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was still yeah. laughing, but I was also grabbing my layers. <laughs> <laughs> so did you, did you have to borrow anything from John this time around? Yes, I did. Yep. Oh man. <laughs> Not clothing this time was a painkiller. Painkiller. Nice. And <laughs> Enrico, um, I have a new trend with Rich, right? With Rich. Oh yeah, what's this? I lose something. <laughs> uh uh storage space. <laughs> well, no. I actually lose something I own. So so we'll we'll step back to the Florida trip. The Florida trip, I lost a visor. Nice. Lost the bike. Well, this time I lost my glasses. Shut up. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh, now, how did this happen? <laughs> my my conclusion that I have figured out was at the restaurant in PA. And we're jumping ahead along a little bit of the story here. So we get out of the restaurant. I went into the restaurant, had my glasses on. I come back out, and I'm getting all ready to go. And I said, okay, well, I got to put my helmet on. I'm like, I can't put my helmet on because my glasses are on. Right. I take the glasses off, and I think I put them on the seat. Put the helmet on. Get all seated up. There we go. Glasses <laughs> on the seat. Left them somewhere. The <laughs> Left them somewhere. I those over. There was, a, there was a set of glasses. I think they were uh, Ray-Bans on the road in Asheville. Nope, and I was on a Segway and I run them over. No, nope. those weren't ordered, were they? No, these are regular reading glasses. Okay, so no, those weren't yours. Somebody else's. So I got back Monday and I had to find some place to get glasses made. Oh, oh, and they were expensive. Well, kind of a good thing was was I had a insurance was still available because I didn't get new glasses yet this year. Oh, okay. Yeah, this wasn't like a cheap pair of sunglasses. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So it Way wasn't to go, Rich. That's that's my that's that's I realized that Rich two times now. Anyways, let's go back to the trip. Well the good Same thing part. is the load is lighter every time. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, so yeah, so, so, so we get, get to the hotel. hotel. Where and where where we go eat, Rich? Well, I cringed when John said it, but you know, it turned out to be pretty good. So <laughs> we're getting close to the hotel and John's like, 
He's like, you McDonald's. know, yeah, I got it all laid out. He's like, they, they got a Denny's next door. Oh, shut up. I was like, oh, he did not just say that with like a perky voice. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, he's dead serious. But you know what? We ended up having breakfast and it was at that hour of the night. It was fantastic. Well, Rich, I'm not really a big Denny's fan, but I was like, there's a Denny's next door. So we don't have to, you know. Get back on the bikes and go someplace. Yeah, I think he was just giddy. Yeah, that we were just going to park. It's right there. You know, John's like, I've got it all planned out. You don't have to get back on the bike. Works out, doesn't it? Okay, but it was good. Would I have a French toast slam or something like that? Yeah, you did. Shoot, at that hour, like I said, that hit the spot. Went to bed, slept (laughs) like a baby. (laughs) Until one o'clock. You pee yourself? (laughs) Yeah, you know, wake up every hour crying, screaming, and wet in the bed. Oh, too funny. So, so then, of course, Rico, <laughs> the next morning, Rich goes, oh, I says, you know, he goes, what time, how far we got to go tomorrow? I says, 400 miles. He goes, is it 400 oh. exactly or 400 and some change? I'm like, oh, 400. He's like, all right. What time are we getting up? I said, we need to be on the road by 8 o'clock. <laughs> oh, well, I wanted to sleep in. Ooh. That didn't work out well, did it? <laughs> so I set the alarm clock for seven o'clock. He goes, it's going to be cold in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you might want to think about slow rolling because by 10 o'clock, it was going to be nearing 60 degrees, but it was going to start at like 48 or so, something like that. And I was like, we, we don't Brutal. have to start all that early, you know, <laughs> we can so, wait a little so, bit. So through my experience with Rich, when he starts to realize that this thing isn't his way, he finds ways to slow down the process. Oh, Sorry, yeah. everybody. <laughs> Does he ever? So he slowly rolls out of bed, and I'm getting dressed. I'm like, all right, we're going over the flow. So we <laughs> finally get on the road at 9 o'clock. Nice. <laughs> 9 o'clock. He's like, all right, I'll be how far we got to go. I said, well, we got 120 mile, 132 miles then. Oh. Let's go, buddy. John's being a little dramatic here. He wanted to eat breakfast, too. Oh, man. Now, well, did you walk around something. the hotel room with one sock on for the longest trying to find your other one? <laughs> what? <laughs> so, 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 and, and, and kind of Rich didn't really look at the plan, but as we get farther to the Harrisburg, Allentown, Eastern area, traffic starts getting bad the later we get there. Yeah. So that's why I was kind of like hurrying, like, so let's go. We got to go. So. And then, you know, I like my stop. So he's like, and he's like, every two hours, he's like, we're going to do 120 miles before we stop. Ooh. You know, first I'm like, yeah, all right. Suck it up. <laughs> and then like 80 miles in, I'm like, Okay, I think this is about where I usually stop. <laughs> so it's Come like, on, buddy. Let's go. I'm like, uh, what exit? Did you say exit 65? He's like, no, like 99 or something like that. Oh, hell no. I was like, all right, I'm good. No way. <laughs> turn the sun off so I can curse him out. Mm-hmm. Did you really turn the sun off? No. <laughs> all right. We do have to talk about those two. But anyway, so, so yeah, what was it? 400, 400 and change to dinner Friday yeah, night? 400 and change, yeah. And, and, and 
so yeah, got to dinner, got up there. And the first stop, I mean, give, I mean, as we got later in the day, like Rich said, it was warming up. And the first stop, we stopped and we took layers off. It was like about three layers came off. Mm-hmm. It was just getting hot. Right. And after we did that, it was so much nicer riding. Beautiful weather, right, Rich? Yeah, it was, <clears throat> it was nice, Rico, because it started off in like the low to mid 50s, but it warmed up quickly. And both days, it just ended up being beautiful in the middle of the day. I mean, we were down to effectively summer riding gear by the middle of the day. Yeah. Wow. So, lessons learned as far as traveling from south to north. What would you say you've learned from this experience of being cold one minute and hot the next? Did you wish you would have packed something? Did you leave um, some at home? Did you think you didn't need it? You wish you would have had? What was the lesson learned? I'll speak for myself, and I, th- I think John was similar, but I think layers-wise, I was in good shape. I had enough layers. I could put, you know, I had a good base so that I could just add if I needed and take it off once it warmed up. So I think I think gear-wise, it was just about right for me. I maybe brought a couple extra shirts that I didn't end up wearing, but... In terms of clothing, I think I was I was pretty good, and I probably didn't need the one extra pair of jeans I had either because I didn't know, end up wearing them. So I had just a couple too many clothes. Layers were just about right, and maybe a more comfortable seat. But that's a, another topic. <laughs> Gear wise, I was in good shape. Nice. Now, did you have a big bag on the back of your Harley this time? What, I mean, did you truncate it at all? Tell me about that. The whole packing experience for you. Yeah, a little bit. I didn't Richard. use I didn't use that big bag that I have when it doesn't fit right. Okay. I used a backpack that's it's similar in size, but it's maybe a third smaller. But it it fits the bike so much better. And, and John can tell you once I clipped it on, and then I clipped my the small tour pack to the back side of it, and then just put one rock strap around the whole thing, which of course I got from John from the last which trip. Which are awesome from the last trip. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I put one rock strap around it that I somehow inherited from John and it was good. It sat right there for the most part, except on the Saturday ride, like in the twisties, it started to lean a little bit, but on the highway never moved. Oh, and I also took my laptop and I never used it, which is dumb. I won't do that again. Wow. I did, I did the same thing. Yeah. Well, we, you never know when you're recording, you know? No, nah, we had... We had set up to do the, we had the field set up. So we had two mics in the Tascam, which is what we ended up using. And it actually sounded pretty good, I thought. Nice. When it was done. Nice. So no more laptops when we travel then. Well, that was just two mics. <laughs> and, oh. and no, you know, no call in, no sound effects. It was just turn them on, record, record. something. Yeah. Right. So yeah, if we're gonna do like a field show, we still need the laptop. Any rain you guys hit? No rain. I know it rained on Monday. You guys didn't get any of that though. No, we were back Sunday, Sunday night, so it was all perfect. Weather was perfect. My bike's not even dirty. I mean it's just barely dusty. Well, you Mine's didn't ride dirty. enough then. <laughs> I got bugs. Bugs. <laughs> bugs. Oh yeah, that was the other thing. I think we I think we cleaned our visors like eight times. Wow. I mean, who would have thought there's that many bugs in the fall? 
It's like, come on. What, what about your jacket? Normally your shoulders get hammered, especially Rich, with you with no windshield. I'm sure you just got covered, or uh, didn't you? Most of it went to the helmet? No. Wow. Nothing on the yeah. jacket. That's impressive. Now, did you wear your uh, your loud pipes helmet? Mm-hmm. How'd full, that work out? Full face. I still like it. I mean, it's it's nice to have. I think, like I've said before, it's nice to have a premium helmet. It fits right. It's breaking in now a little bit. It's not quite so tight in the cheeks. It is still uncomfortable to talk in the bike because there's it's pushing in on my cheeks so much. But it's it's easing out a little bit. But the helmet is comfortable. The venting is great. Um, I had the pin lock in the clear visor. I didn't put it in the, the tinted visor. Uh, swaps easily. It's light. I just love it. It's just a great helmet. Cool. Oh, I got a question for John. How's the packing on the pipes coming along? Are you starting to blow them out? How's it sounding now? Oh, I had to repack them already. Really? Yeah, on the two brothers, you got to repack every 5,000. Wow. And I got to repack them again. So you're not going to get them. You're not going to allow them to get any louder then. Well, they they get louder, but the problem that's going to happen is that the black carbon fiber is going to dull. It's not going to be shiny. If I let the packing blow out, they're going to the carbon fiber is going to dull. Is that what they told you? Oh, that's what happens exactly. Because that's already doing it on down near the bottom where the inlet and the outlet comes in or where they are. Uh-huh. They've uh-huh. already changed colors. Yeah, uh-huh. you can see a little bit right at the front part. Got a nice little patina going on, huh? <laughs> it's still shiny, John. It's just slightly browning. Oh, yeah, I know. Okay. Just, I mean, I might be able to push it some more. I'm not sure. So, but yeah, it sounds really All good. Right. And and Rich even commented that as we were going through the highway with the, both of us really close to each other, he's like, wow, you and mine sound pretty good together. <laughs> well, when we had... Probably not the same revs, but at some point, you know, you kind of, you're in this sort of drone on the highway where you, the throttle's just kind of stuck in one position. Every now and then the bikes, the resonance of the two bikes would sort of match up and it would sound like a V4. It was kind of cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead, Hogan. Sorry. No, I was going to say, uh, so, you know, during that whole time going and getting up to PA, so what happened once you finally got there? Who'd you meet up with first or? How that? How'd you all? Oh, how'd you guys? How do you guys all come together? Well, you gotta tell them the best one there, Rich. Well, well, John had to pull a surprise. You know, he couldn't have a trip without a surprise, right? So we're on seventy-eight, 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 headed towards Allentown area. Uh, Bethlehem is where we were going for dinner. Yep, but we're making a stop in Allentown for gas. Yeah, making a, one more stop for gas. Which I should have known because we had enough to make the distance. It's like, yeah, we got one more stop. You know, it's gonna be about fifteen miles before we get to the restaurant. But it was gonna be traffic. It was scheduled to be like forty-five minutes to go those last fifteen miles. Mm. So I was like, okay, I get it. But I hadn't, I didn't put two and two together. So, so we're riding along, and there was this car. You know, we kind of switched lanes at some point. And then there was this car like running right up my butt. 
And I was like, okay, John, I'm, I'm tired of this. I'm moving over a lane. So I move over to the right. And then I catch a bike coming on the on-ramp at a pretty quick clip. And there's a nice bright headlight. I was like, ah, oh, look at that. And then I'm kind of looking at the fairing. I'm like, that kind of looks like Dangerous Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so as I move over, now this this woman goes by. And now I'm, I'm like waving my hand at her because I'm aggravated. When I looked, the bike was to the right. So as I'm coming right, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That bike was over there. And then it moved to the left quickly. And I was like, oh, okay, he's going to go by us. And then it slows down. And then I see Dave pointing to the back of his bike, <laughs> his little uh, Amber's Rule sticker. <laughs> nice. And then I was just laughing. He's pointing at his helmet with the loud pipe sticker. And then I was just dying <laughs> on the headset. I was like, did That's you know awesome. that was going to happen? John's like, no, what? What happened? <laughs> It's like, you suck. Right. <laughs> Always with the surprise. Always. Right. So, John, how do you coordinate that? You you, you send da- Dangerous Dave your coordinates or whatever? And... No. So, so the funny part on it was Dangerous Dave was like, so what are you guys doing on Friday? Where are you going to be? I'm like, he goes, I got the day off. I'm like, well, going to go be stopping in Chambersburg. And we're going to come up. And he's like, oh, okay. I might, I'll meet you in Chambersburg. Okay. That morning, he sends me a message. He goes, oh, I had to work. And I'm, I'm late leaving Baltimore, so so I won't be there. I'll, I'll meet you later. What time are you guys going to be through there? And I tell him time. He's like, oh, all right, well, I'm going to rush. See what I can do. All right. So throughout the day, he's just, let me know when you leave Chambersburg. So I send him a message. I'm like, you in Chambersburg? He's like, all right, I'm going to meet you someplace on 78. All right, cool. So we start moving towards 78, going through Harrisburg, and get through almost to, uh, I don't know, 15 miles on 80 or 78 phone rings. I'm like, Hey, I'm rich. Let me get the phone call. There's Dave. He's like, Hey, I'm sitting on the overpass at exit 30. I got a great view of see you guys. I'm going to come on the highway with you guys. Like, nice. All right. All right. See you in a little bit. All right. Let him go. Get going down. And <laughs> we actually come to the overpass and I'm looking, I'm watching the miles. I'm like 28, 29, 30. <laughs> and literally I see the overpass. And I see a single headlight. And I'm like, Vroom. I'm like, oh, that's Dave. Here he comes. <laughs> and I'm looking behind my mirror. And I'm like, oh, yeah, here he comes. And I'm just like grinning. And Rich breaks through my helmet. He, I was grinning ear to ear. And it was funny. Rich goes, you know, as he kind of continues the story here, he goes, is that, John, is that Dangerous Dave? I'm like, what? No, 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 no. It's not Dangerous Dave. Oh, yeah. Or no, he goes, is it? And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'm still looking for confirmation, you know. <laughs> But that that hammer is cool though. That victory hammer. Uh-huh. That's got a massively wide rear tire. It's like a two fifty or two sixty or something. Wow. Just awesome. Inverted inverted front forks, twin Brembos. That's a cool bike. He hauls that bike too. Yeah, he rides it too. You could see the rear tire. I mean, it was scrubbed all the way out to the edge. Oh really? Yeah. That a boy. He's not just highwaying that thing. Mm-hmm. So, and then the cool thing was when we stopped at the gas station to get gas, you know, kind of met up and a break and, and then he says, Hey, I'll lead you guys in. And that was the other part was that yeah. he was going to lead us in back roads. Oh, wow. Yes. Even better. So instead of 45 minutes in traffic on the highway, we took these nice little twisty back roads, stopping at a picture at a covered bridge. I mean, it was just awesome to go that way to dinner. I mean, the last 45 minutes, instead of being the worst, was like the best. Nice. Yep. So he, so, uh, 
but yeah, so that's what he did. He helped us out, get us in there, and got to the restaurant. And 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 then the other good news was was our rider Chris was talking throughout the talking to us without the um, you know two weeks before or so about coming over as well because he's in Long Island and he was going to come over and meet up with us. Was working on coming over, and he talked to his girlfriend about coming over. And and Chris is a new rider, as you know, guys know, and his girlfriend's somewhat new as well and they're going to trailer their bikes over and then later in the week it came out that his early you know early in the week it came out that his girlfriend was going to come but so he was still going to come but he's going to trailer we get a message friday i think that said there's another hey, friday I, yeah yeah i i ditched the trailer i'm riding the bike over that was so, awesome nice. <laughs> so and 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 as you guys will hear later in the show i won't rehash it but Again, kudos to Chris. You know, f- I think only fourteen hundred miles he's ridden. He got on a bike and came on a you know a you know overnight trip over to PA. I think he learned his lesson about New York City traffic. It well, yeah, <laughs> I already knew, but it took him like five hours to go two hours. Wow! And, and he finally got there at like eight thirty at night, and we finished dinner and did the trophy. And we're we're getting updates from him and. It was just a mess on Friday night coming over, but he he did good, really good, really. Hats off to the guy, really good job, Chris. Yep, yeah, and it was a good ride Saturday. So yeah, I guess to finish Friday, you know, met up at that uh, Fegley's Bethlehem Brew Works. I think is the full name we found out. Yep, and don't get what beer, Rich. Oh, their pumpkin ale was oh, was terrible. Garbage, huh? Oh, and, and, and the one that was in the aged in a barrel too well they had a barrel aged version of the pumpkin it was like a i don't know it was like a double imperial but it was also barrel aged that was better you know that was tolerable i could drink it but the regular pumpkin ale ugh, i mean i very rarely we hear me say this but i could have just poured it out on the ground oh it was really? that bad alcohol abuse <laughs> no no it was abuse to drink this thing <laughs> well they were giving up samples they came around give samples and so dangerous dave took one and the look he gave was like Ooh. <laughs> yeah it was like you know i don't know oh i don't yeah i don't even know it was just awful <laughs> i can't even come up with words <laughs> uh, everybody's spitting it out <laughs> as they take this <laughs> that's what i envision yeah yeah, just crazy, crazy look. Like, you take a little sip, and then it's just like that bitter beer face, and then no more. The cup goes down. But they had a couple other ones. They had an ESB oh, that's unfortunate. that was really good. That's about it. Mm. I don't know. You enjoyed your dinner, right, John? You said I had a good burger. Oh, yeah, the burger was really good. It's a really good burger. So I think we might lost Rico. No, no. Do you, what did you get the like their house burger? Yeah, some like Angus beef burger. You know, fed grass you know, fed something or other grass fed burger. It was it was really good. And the cheese on it. I mean, it was just really good. So yeah, so that was Friday night. Chris ended up Chris ended up arriving as we were all leaving the restaurant. So you know, we got to meet up with him a little bit. Took a ride over to his hotel. 
Dropped him off. Dropped him off, yeah, and then set the plan for Saturday. And, and cool, dangerous Dave was coming in Saturday morning and told Krista, hey, if you want me to, I'll meet you by your hotel to to get to uh, Zion's house. So that's what happened. It was really cool that Dave did that. And they came in oh, about 9.30, 9.40. I think we finally, they arrived. And then techie guy over here went to work on the headsets. Yeah. <laughs> we put John to work pairing up. Well, him and I were already connected on the, the 20s. Uh-huh. And, and then we had to hook up Chris who had a kind of a, an OEM it's, version of Senna built into his helmet. Yeah. It was a uh-huh. built helmet. And then dangerous Dave had a U clear. So we had to get four of them together. Did it work? John got it all working. What? You're amazing, John. All four. And it all four. And Dave had a uh, half helmet or a three quarter helmet. Three quarter helmet. But once we got above like 60 miles an hour, we couldn't hear him. It was really hard. And he said, told us that before. So yeah. um, most of the riding on the trip was done at about 40 because it was so twisty. So much fun. Yep. So kind of if anybody does, wants to hear real quick, it was I went to, I paired with. Dangerous Dave in the center uh, universal pairing mode. And then Rich paired with Chris. And then Rich then connected to me because the center, once I paired with Dangerous Dave, I can't pair with anybody else. They have to come to me. Or I, I have to, you know, they have to pull me in. So. Well, and, and one thing we learned about that too, Rico, is that. Since my unit was the host, it killed the battery quicker. Really? Yeah. So on the way to the hotel, Saturday night, it, it died for like the last 80 miles or so. Uh, so nobody was able to talk to each other. Then. It was silence. Well, it was, it was just uh, Rich Knight at that point. Yeah, it was just the two of them. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was after the, the good ride was done. So I guess we should... How many miles did you guys do as a group then? 120, 120, 120, 130, yeah. Oh, that's not and, bad. And, and and Zion planned out the route. And and you talk about me planning. Zion had like this thing like down pat. He had the route. He went and rode the route. He had like everything we needed. He was like all through the plan. Like, what do you guys need? What do you want? This, this coffee, this, this. What do you, you know. Wow. Had everything planned out down to the minute. Thought I was crazy. This whole thing. <laughs> So now there's two of you. <laughs> well, but he had, in defense, he had he had a purpose though, because we, it's not like we had all day. We still had to, we still had to cover ground Saturday to get back towards North Carolina. Yes. Okay. Somebody, so me, somebody double booked Sunday. Okay. So let me back up. So when did you guys meet up with Zion? At dinner. Friday night. At dinner at the restaurant. Okay. Friday night. Okay. And then, and so then we crash got- it. Then we crashed at Zion's house. Oh, okay. Okay. Zion and his girl. Yep. Nice. And Lulu. 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 <laughs> Lulu. A massive bulldog. <laughs> I mean, what was she, 67 pounds or something? Yeah, pretty much 67 Ooh. pounds. It was as She's wide as she was long. English bulldog. That's awesome. I want one of those dogs. Cool dog, though. Yeah. So did... did when you stayed at Zion's, did he show you all his uh, projects that he has going on? Or 
Well, he's mainly just got the chopper. The sports chopper. I thought he had a. I thought he had a at least two or three of them going on. Maybe. I think he sold the Kawasaki, didn't he? The no the four forty. No, was on the floor. No, was on the. Was that the project bike that he was working on? Mm, I don't. I didn't notice it. It wasn't on oh, the lift. Yeah, I think the. I, I think he did. The hard one. I think he did. The hardtail sportster was still there. And yeah, and did you see the uh, the KLR, Rich? Did you see her again? No, he sold it. No, he sold it. Not not too <laughs> long ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah, so I didn't get to see it again. And funny, Bryce was asking too. He's like, he's like, you're gonna see the KLR? I was like, oh, buddy, I don't know how to tell you this, but no, <laughs> she's gone, <it's> not there. <laughs> <laughs> but he sold it to a, a local guy in the area who's who's gonna ride it, you know, on and off road. So it'll get put to good use. Okay. Right, right. That's good. So let's see. Yeah, I guess that's it for Friday night. Saturday, Saturday morning, we just started off with some donuts and coffee at the house. And like John said, got the tech all hooked up. So that took us an extra minute to get going. And I don't know, we might have been 45 minutes off the the 10 o'clock departure. But once we got rolling, the roads were fantastic. We basically went up and down the side of the Pocono mountains in and around the Allentown area, just different roads, you know, lots of nice sweepers. I mean, it wasn't like, I mean, this wasn't like tail of dragon style, like tight switchbacks, but it was just nice sweepers, you know, where you're at higher speed, 40, 50 mile an hour sweeping corners, man, so much fun to ride like that. Uh-huh. Did you, did you see any family while you up there, Rich? I know your brother's nailed it. Up there. No, I was a little bit too far out for that, and uh, and your bandwidth is going to pot. By the way, oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was I was saying there for a second. I was like, did you get a chance to see any family while you were up in PA? No, it was still a couple more hours out, and there really wasn't any time left in the schedule. So, yeah, yeah. Kenny was busy. I talked to my mom. She was working anyway. So. I was like, all right, home we go. Yeah. And I was right there in Ohio. So ugh, it sucks to be that close and not be able to hook up with you guys. Sucks. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if Ohio is like right there, but I can't right. Well, that. you know, f- for, yeah, a couple <laughs> hours, but still. It's not Costa Rica distance. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Less than a day's ride. I got you. Exactly. But yeah, yeah I, went, I, I went down to the basement today to start her up and I need a new battery. Mm. Sucks. Are you going to get to ride it before you leave? No. What? No, I won't. You can't say that. You you got to go uh, ride something. You can't be here for three I, weeks and not ride. What, what I'll have to do is get her up out of the basement, up the hill, push starter to get her started, and then try to ride it around a little bit. But yeah. Jump start Take the battery yeah. out of Uncle T's car and drag it down there and start right. that thing. <clears throat> yeah, the um, Indian dealership is uh, like an hour and a half away north. 
You don't have to go to Indian dealership. I know I could go anywhere, but you know, I just get a, uh, EMO battery. EMO. <laughs> uh, oh man, anyway. you got to ride. I'm going to be sad if you don't ride that before you leave. Uh, I'm sad. You know, the whole ride, the whole ride from Asheville, I'm thinking, oh, you know, as I'm driving by all these exits, I was like, oh, I know this way. Oh, I know this way. Ah, oh, just, it was killing me because, you know, those are all my, those are all, my, that's my hood. So just to know, I was, oh, I can go this way, cut the back way, I can come out here and do this and come back here. Or oh, I rode these roads, do it here, it's beautiful. Uh, it's just, it was killing me to not be on my bike mm. riding through Asheville. It was killer. Killer. Asheville, Saluda, Hendersonville. Campo Bello, Greenville, you know, all through Atlanta. It was just, it was like, uh, it was torture. It was literally torture <laughs> not being on my bike. It sounds like, I don't know if I'd have been able to take it. I think, I think there would have been one day this week I would have just been like, look, y'all better leave me alone or I'm going to explode. I'm going to get uh, that bike. I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, that's how I feel, but I haven't expressed it. Well, a couple more days, my man. A couple more days. More days, exactly. So we'll see. We'll see. Don't make John and I come down there for an intervention. You might have to. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to ride. Loud Pipe shows up your front door. You're going to ride. No. (laughs) I need that kind of motivation. That's for sure. Yeah, you you know there'd be no stopping, right? Oh, I know. If we showed up, they'd just be like, oh, okay, we, we, we lost. See you later. <laughs> yeah, see lost. you later. <laughs> yep. I might make the plane. I mean, my, who knows? <laughs> I might be coming on Monday. Right. <laughs> oh, man. So, I don't know. What else on Saturday? Oh, oh, so tell me about the whole trophy handoff. Tell me about that. That was cool. Did that Saturday or Friday night at the brewery. Okay. So yeah, we were kind of waiting for Chris, but we didn't know with traffic and everything. So we ended up giving it to him after we finished eating and got a couple of pictures. We'll put those in the in the show notes as well. And it was good. He was happy as heck to get it. Super appreciative that we rode up there to hand deliver it. And I can't wait to do it again next year, you know, wherever we need to go. That's awesome. Yeah, there's there's a little there's a little bet going on. Yeah, it's a nice little rivalry going now between you know Dave uh, Roger, who's out on the farther on the West Coast, Oregon, uh, uh. and uh, Zion, of course, up there. So, so between Zion and Dave, they said, "Yeah, it's going to stay in this part of the country, but <laughs> one of us yeah. is going to get it." <laughs> and Roger's like, "I don't think so. It's coming to Oregon." Uh, Jeffy <laughs> says Iowa. Oh, Jeffy right. says Iowa. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Or, All right. now, now, now Roger's telling us Oregon, so I don't know. It's be interesting. It's going to be a battle. See, see, here's the thing. See, Roger, you playing it wrong. You should let Dangerous Dave join the Loud Pipes team, and then you only have to worry about Zion and Jebby. <laughs> <laughs> see, you got to think here, buddy. Strategery. <laughs> Strategery. That's what they call that. <laughs> Oh, I don't know nice. though. There is some smack talk going down. I think it's going to be an interesting rival next time. I can't wait. Yeah, the next challenge is going to be a blast. Even if it's only listeners, it's going to be fun. That's cool. Yeah. So, 
what would you guys do differently? You know, riding up north, you know, this time of year, what would you guys do differently if you could? Not, not, not booked to be home on Sunday by five, by four o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say not, not so much for the weather or anything, but we needed another day. I think yeah, that would, we did. That was pretty clear because we had such a good time riding Saturday and then hanging out after. You know, as we talked in the hotel, it would have been really cool to continue into Saturday evening, hanging out with the guys, you know, shooting the breeze, and then just get up Sunday morning at a leisurely pace. John, and then ride home. <laughs> right. Well, I'm sorry. You could have stayed at the hotel. You could have stayed and slept in. I didn't care. I was going to leave him. <laughs> he was pacing. He was pacing so badly on Sunday morning trying to get out oh, of there. Can, it was ridiculous. I, I can imagine. And I was like, you know, I'm like, well, we don't, we can just skip breakfast. Just get on the bike and ride. I'll stop after like an hour and get something to eat. Right. It's no problem. I was all right. And then I have to admit, we met two really cool gentlemen and their wives. We did? Um, that was Sunday morning that we didn't talk about in the downshift. That, uh, we're both in the, I, I want to think Navy, um, served our country. So thank you for their support. And they were up there with their wives. And, and it was real interesting that they had these three big suitcases. Mm-hmm. And I think they were just on an overnight trip. With three suitcases? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was interesting. And and the gentlemen were sitting there talking with us, like having a nice chat with us. And the wives were like <laughs> they're sitting in the, the car, car like, Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Come on. Let's go. They're being nice and smiling I mean, while they're you know tapping their fingers. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah. And I and I think uh one of the gentlemen I think served with my brother on the on the sub in eighty three. Yeah, that was pretty cool. So the first guy we were talking with, and I forgot totally forgot their names, so apologize for that. But yeah. he was wanting to buy a Harley. So we were talking about the bike and you know, he's wanting to get a bike and get riding and all that. And then when the other gentleman comes out, <clears throat> John gets to talking with him and they start talking about the military service and he ser- he was on the same ship that John's brother was on. Or the same sub, same sub that he was on, maybe in different yep. years, but they were definitely on the same sub. Yep, it was pretty cool. And and the sub they were on was uh, oh, it can be known as was the James Madison, and it was out of Kings Bay, and it was eighty three. He said he wasn't on the ship, and I knew that's where my brother was because that's one of the times that we we lived in Jacksonville during that time, and I knew my brother was in Kings Bay, so. He had to run into him. He said he was something, and I explained what my brother did, and he said, yeah, we would have ran into each other. They would have been in the same tubes, as he was saying. Yep. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it was just a neat coincidence. It was a neat way to kind of end the trip, because John and I were separating at that point. When we got up Sunday morning, um, he was going down 66 towards Washington, and back home that way and i was just heading right down 81 to 77 so it was good and it's probably good john that you didn't ride with me sunday because i stopped probably more than you wanted to (laughs) well to to even go more with this is and we haven't talked since i've gotten home i got i stopped on my first stop north of richland or richmond 
and I had text message from my mom asking her husband asked if I would help cook the hamburgers and hot dogs. <laughs> and I says, what time do I need to be there? And she goes, well, 430. I'm like, okay. That's about when I'll be there. And it's 11 <laughs> o'clock now, and I got three hours to go. Well, time again, and I got to make one more stop. Okay. Right. I got to get moving. And that stop was a 30-minute stop because I had to take off layers. And I, and I don't know if you felt it, Rich, but it was almost like 90 degrees by the time I got home. Yeah, it got to the point where I almost wanted to stop and take off my base layer. Wow. For the under my pants, because I was like, man, it is warm. Yeah, it got pretty warm on Sunday. Soon, you know. And then the other bad part was I get on the 85 coming between Rich or Petersburg and Durham. Sign comes up just as across the North Carolina border. I 85, 21 miles of construction. Oh, <laughs> brutal. Have fun. So I got to go through 21 miles of single lane interstate highway. Now, wasn't there like a tornado or something that went through Raleigh just recently? Or there were some here a while ago, but nothing recently. No? no? Okay. So somebody told me that there was some tornado whipped through there. There were some yeah. tornado warnings here in Charlotte, but I don't think there was any touchdown. Okay. Oh, that's cool. Yep. So yeah, I think that's the only thing is if we do that trip again, I want one more day. So either leave earlier Thursday to shorten the trip going up so we can, you know, stretch that out a little bit or or just add one more day to the schedule for hanging out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how many miles how many mile, miles was it going up there total? So for Rich it was five hundred and seventy. I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. And mine was six hundred going up. Because it was one seventy. We did one seventy the first day, and then four hundred the second. Yeah, so I did two hundred the first night. Cause I had an extra thirty miles. Yeah. But coming back, I kind of came across, and I cut, you know, diagonally across. You shortened it a little bit, yeah. I came across, which is really nice because. Going through Virginia, um, 17 is far, is horse country. So, I mean, it's going up and down the hills, you know, real nice country road. Yeah, that is a nice road. I've taken that before in the car, working in that area, like rental car. But I, I thought as I was riding through there, I was like, oh, I'd love to have my bike in this area. Mm. Well, so. Cool. But, yeah, I made good time Sunday, John. I like I said, I stopped more than you probably would have wanted to, but I stopped less than I normally do. How about that? That's good, man. I'm proud of you. I did two stops. I did and I was a home, few more than that. And I was home by <laughs> 2.30. Impressive. And uh, there was one section of 85 where I was uh, moving along pretty good. You were home when? Car- on I- I-85, I was moving along pretty good. But what time did you get home? 2.30. Oh yeah, so, you beat me by an hour and a half. But I had, so I, what I had, it's those fifty more miles to go though. Yeah, it's those new tires he's got on the front of the thing though. Maybe. <laughs> 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 yeah, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think didn't that's you, it. Didn't you go home at like 5.30? I don't think it was that late. I think it was. It was 5.30. Well, no, 5.30 is when I texted you, but I was home before that. All right. I thought I called you at that time. Anyways. Oh, so did everybody have on their loud pipe shirt? I had a couple. John had, well, John had NPC gear on. What? Okay. Uh, Dangerous Dave, Dave, Dave did. had one on. Zion, no. What? Well, we delivered him his barbershop shirt, finally. <laughs> he has that. Yep. Yep. So we give him that. Chris, I think, didn't Chris have a, no, he has a lot of pipe hat on. I know that much. Chris yeah, has a lot of pipe hat. Okay. And I still, got, I got to send Chris a care package because I took him some swag that I promised and left it in the bag. Never gave it to him. You sound bitch. I got to put that in the mail. I kept reminding you. I kept reminding you. You're like, oh, no, no, I'll wait. Yeah, you're like, give him his stuff. I'm like, oh, next stop. Next stop. Nice. Hey, did did you find your present? After your present, did you find it? You left me a present? Yeah, did you find my present? Here. (laughs) This is going to be good. (laughs) You didn't find a present I left you? Oh, dear. No. It's still in the bag. (laughs) In the bag? In the bag. Which one? The little bag. Well, I have it right here. Let me rifle through it. A present in here? Yeah. Oh, dear. This is be interesting. It's How in the side pouch. It? Real small. It's in the side pouch. Is it going to bite me? No. A charger? No, that's no. Nope. Well, there's my coffee. Cables. These are mine. Cleaning supplies. My Sergu. It's not bad. Toothpaste. <laughs> That's it. There's nothing else in there. There's no wrapper? There's no, no wrapper in here. No snicker wrapper? Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I stopped somewhere. I think one of the gas stops and I was fishing for something and I was like, when the hell did I have a Snickers bar? Like, I don't remember that. I'm like, I'm losing my damn mind. I'm like, okay, I do remember that. Did you read what I said on it? It was something smarky, snarky. I don't remember. It's a troublemaker. Oh, trouble. Oh, I do remember that. And I was like, I had the hardest time. I'm like, where did this come from? Yeah, we stopped. We stopped. Oh, was that first stop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was at the first stop there in the mountains with Zion. Okay. At that country gas station. And I'm sitting there eating the Snickers. I'm like, and you're sitting there talking. I'm like, I start laughing. I'm like, "Ah." just stuffed in the bag. Rich talks about carrying, I'm carrying his stuff. So here, here, Rich. (laughs) Nice. You're going to carry my wrapper. (laughs) That was so heavy, too. Thanks. You're funny. Well, now I got the bag cleaned out. Thanks, John. Roger said that's funny <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Too funny. Anything else? You guys want to talk about the new Goldwing? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that thing. So, Honda has announced for 2018 an all-new Goldwing, which doesn't happen very often. Do you know, John, when the last one was? Uh, 20 years ago? It's not that long. You want me to look it up, or do you know it? 
Mm, I'm going to say it's maybe 10, but I don't think it's been 20 years. I'll look it up while you you guys divulge, and I'll I'll look it up. All right, all right. So 43 years in the making, as they say, and it looks like there's two models in the lineup. There's what's just called the regular Goldwing, and then there's the Tour. So we were looking at these offline, and to me, the kind of standard Goldwing looks more like the, uh, what was that, the F6B, the one that was more like a bagger. And that's kind of what this is, shorter windshield, no top case, but, you know, same chassis and same everything else as the the Tour. Uh, does have black wheels and some more black parts, but, and then the Tour, of course, is the the full-on touring bike, you know, your two-up, top case, adjustable windshield, electronics, everything. So price-wise, Rico, this, the top line, well, actually, let me, let me give you a couple more details. So they're also doing an automatic dual-clutch transmission as an option. So you can still have the six-speed transmission, or you can have this dual-clutch, which is a seven-speed. Mm-hmm. It's an 1833 cc engine, still six cylinder opposed engine, and a top line Goldwing Tour with automatic dual clutch and an airbag starts at thirty one thousand five hundred dollars. Jeez, oh man, airbags these things come with now. Well, they've had the airbag for a while now. I think that was oh eight oh nine. Maybe it was a later nap, but they've had the airbag for a while. That's not new for them. Really? I never knew that yeah. until today. <laughs> Airbags on a motorcycle. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's lots of cool features in in this. I mean, you want to talk about bells and whistles? This thing has tech for days and whistles for days. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> there's a video where they're saying, you know, this thing has bells and whistles for its bells and whistles, which I thought was kind of funny. Yeah. You know, it's got electronic preload suspension if you get the tour model. So the preload is adjustable just with the push of a button. And then the other one, you have to crank it like an animal, like everyone else does. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but some of the coolest things on this, and we, we saw leaked pictures of this a long time ago, is that double wishbone front end. So instead of having a pair yeah. of forks, it has like a double wishbone setup, and the fork, the whole front end actually goes straight up and down. So the geometry never changes. So instead of, you know, when the forks collapse, the wheel actually gets closer to the motorcycle. This one actually literally just goes straight up and down when you hit a bump. So the geometry of the front end ne- never same. changes. Yep. All right. So, really so the cool last setup. big change. That came out was 06. One of the, that was kind of like the one of the big changes. That was the previous model or just the big changes? That's when they added the airbag for the first time? Uh, no, the airbag got added. Maybe that was like 09. They've had it for a while. Like I said, it's not, it's not new. Yeah. The old one had it. I just don't remember when they added it to the old one. So. John so what, for us. what what do you think of it? Do you like it or would you skip it? Well, there's, there's a couple other things that I really like. And then I'll, I guess I'll get into what I guess that is what I think. <laughs> there's a couple other things I want to point out and then I'll get into what I like. Um, it's lighter. So they've taken about 85 pounds out of it. 
which is always nice for these big bikes. And it's a little more svelte, if you would say, for a big girl like this. It's a little more compact in its dimensions, which is nice. So it's more more nimble, a little more agile, if you will. But the tech is cool. It's got Apple um, CarPlay integration, which is a really cool technology. I've had a chance to use that in a rental car before. You know, if you have an iPhone, it is really just, it's the thing to have in the car. Like my next vehicle has to have it or I'm not buying it. Put it that way. All right. So real quick, it was 06 airbag was added and Roger, correct me. It was 01 that the 1800 came out. So it's been that long. It's been 16 years since the, since it was been. GL 1800. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's a long time. Wow. It is. It's impressive. Now, how big is the trunk on your Roadmaster? The bigger the, the biggest trunk. Ah, I couldn't tell you offhand. Sorry. This thing is 50 liters. Oof, I got to look it up now that you <laughs> say that. Yeah, they've got some other cool things in addition to ha- it having reverse as a walking mode. That'll just inch the bike along if you're in a, a real tight space, forward and backwards. Wow, that's good. Yep. Really cool stuff. Yep. And it's it's an attractive looking bike. I mean, I think the way they've they've styled it, they've kind of they've sharpened it without making it feel retro. So they've sort of sharpened and modernized the lines, tidied it up a little bit. You know, the thing always looked just too big and massive. Now it looks smaller, even if it's not, it looks more compact. And shedding weight is always a good thing. Yes. And when we get get to the the spend my money segment, Uh we're going to get into some of the weight details. (laughs) All right. So so I'll hold those news that I have to say about the bike then. All right. Sorry, Stephanie Hogan, what were we saying? No, 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 I wasn't going anywhere with it. We'll we'll talk about it in the spend my money up uh, segment. All right. So yeah, overall I like it. I'm I want to ride one. I've never never had a chance to ride a Goldwing. I've sat on a few, but never had a chance to ride one. So I think I want to get out and, and shake down one of these new ones. I know my uncle, my uncle Rogers always had Goldwings. I should call him up and see if he's itching for a new one. Yeah, look after looking at this one, you might want to. Yeah, he bought a Harley. Uh, let's see, a couple years after I had my Deuce. He had always wanted one, you know, big Harley touring bike. Uh-huh. And I guess he was up for, for a new bike, finally, you know, traded his gold wing and got the big Harley. And he had it about one year. He's like, ah, I've had enough of that. <laughs> Back to the gold wing. <laughs> nice. But he, he said it was a nice bike. He, he liked it. He liked the features. I mean, he loved riding it, but he just, he had one that had a bunch of problems. Uh, and that'll, that'll sour you pretty quickly. It was in the shop a lot. Quick. Yeah. He was like, I'm done with that. Right. Go back to old reliable. Yep. I don't know. Anything else we want to say on this, John? Anything that strikes your fancy? I know you're you're more of a three-wheeled variety, but. No, I'm good to go. This just looked like a car to you? No, it's pretty cool. (laughs) There's a link in the the show notes that I'm going to add. There's a a website that I found. It's some Honda dealer. um, Honda. Honda Pro Kevin.com is the website. 
it's got a ton of pictures, but the cool thing is it has some of the chassis pictures and cutaways. You can see the, the frame and how the engine sits in there and all the little details of all the electronics and all the parts that fit into this bike. So they've got one stripped down. And the thing that strikes me looking at this is that it looks like a car, even under the skin. I mean, all the connectors and parts and pieces, I mean, it's automotive-like. It looks like a car underneath. It just happens to have two wheels. Just an nice. amazing amount of stuff under the under the bodywork. Yeah, even even looking at the, the instrument cluster, it looks like an iPhone. Yeah, that's that CarPlay. That stuff is really cool. Yeah. I don't think nice. your Galloper has that, though. No, no, definitely. It has Bluetooth. <laughs> ooh, ooh, all right. <laughs> yeah, watch out there now. Look out. And a, CD, and a CD player, so, you know. Oh, I got one better than there. that. Yeah, with the Galloper, you got you got that uh, Android Auto. That's what they call it. Instead of yeah, Apple. Yeah, but Android Auto. What, what? Oh, let's see. Anything else I want to add? No, I think that's it. I just kind of want to mention it's out there. I would like to ride one first before I say much more about it, especially because I've never ridden a Goldwing before. So, but the, this this website, this um, HondaProKevin.com, look that over. I mean, the detail there is is unreal. I mean, they even have a picture that talks about the paint process they changed for this year. You know, they they show the layers of paint, you know, how the original one had a, you know, a base coat, clear coat, and it talks about the pigments that were in the paint and then the the aluminum flakes for luster and things like that. And then the new process has like nanoparticles and some kind of high luster aluminum flake. It's just crazy the amount of detail that this website has. So if you're interested in the Goldwing, check that out for sure. All right. Anything else? No. John, you sleeping? A little bit. Okay. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> well, let's take a quick moment here to recognize the people that make our show possible. And we want to thank the riders of Loud Pipes, as we do every show. And let's start with the barbershop riders. First five members, Jebby, Zion. Thank you both. And we also have Chuck, Mike, and Chris in that group. Our riders group consists of first five members, Marcus, Rickard, and Edward. And the rest of the riders group is Micah, Kenny, Roger, Dangerous Dave, and Chad. Insiders group is Darren and the Motorcycles and Misfits podcast. So thank you all for your support. It's much appreciated. And loudpipes.net forward slash donate is the place to go if you want to sign up and get yourself into the clubhouse. All right, I'm going to hit the U-turn. Even though we don't really have a U-turn, do we? Talk about the going. We'll use it anyway. We'll use it anyway. Spend my money. It's time to spend my money. Oh, yeah. And the most recent entry we were working on was for the ultimate touring bike. We were working with about a $30,000 budget, and this rider wants all the bells and whistles you can come up with. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a shoe-in for the new wing. So who wants to go first? Any well, I'll, I'll, I'll go first. Okay, go ahead, John. John wants to go first. So I think I know where John's going. New pick hey, first. 
Yeah. So, 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 so since we're talking about it, why not go with no, no gold wing? Why not? Right. And what's so great about it? Why not the Apple CarPlay? That's your pick? The new Goldwing 2018? Yeah, man. Dang. How and, much and is it? Did you, did you get under under 30? Oh, you can get under 30. <laughs> you can get under, right at 30. It's close. If you get the top line one, it's 31 and change. Yeah, well, we can work on that. Who's counting the pennies? Yeah, right. right. Rico tipping an extra couple grand. He, he, he's... Uncle Rico, take care. I got you covered, bro. Don't you worry about it. Take some of your, you. put some of your barber coins in there. All right. I got a bunch of them. <laughs> but, you know, what's really cool, I know you were on top about the weight, you said, Rich, and one little cool thing about a little bit more about it is I was reading an article that they moved the engine forward to help with it. And they also, since the engine gets better fuel economy, they're able to save on the gas tank by 1.1 gallons and still get the same range right and get the same range yep so that's pretty cool very cool you have a, right. u- a used pick for our high dollar touring spender yeah man i'm gonna take 2018 bmw k1600 tgl for 25.9 gtl but i know what you're saying no all right <laughs> yeah 25.9 base model he says well, I guess we, I should go next because that was actually my pick. You know, my new pick, I was essentially saying the no-brainer is the Goldwing, but wrong. I would put this person in that same K1600 GTL, including the premium packages, 27745 And my main reason for this, well, one, it's a bike that's out now. It's a known commodity. We don't know yet the horsepower numbers. On the wing, we do have the pricing, but we don't know yet the power, and it's, it's, it's all brand new. So I got looking at the stats, and the big K1600 is 70-ish pounds lighter than the new wing. At 772 versus 842, both fueled and ready to ride. The big BMW comes in at 160 horsepower, 129 foot-pounds of torque with its inline six. And if Honda thinks they're fancy with their new front end, this bad boy has a Motorrad duo lever, central spring strut front suspension. Take that with your fancy wishbone gold wing. Right. And the rear suspension is also a paralever suspension setup. So for the same money, lighter bike, possibly more power, I think it'd be riding the Beamer. Really? Even with that ugly tour pack on the back. <laughs> you don't like that? <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew. That's all I got to say. <laughs> and you know it's ugly. <laughs> Who's going to ride with you? Nobody. Exactly. But I have to admit, yeah, the, the tour pack on this bike looks like they got all done. Thought- the rest of the bike looks pretty good, but then they got there and they were like, oh, damn, we need to put a tour pack on this thing. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what they did. Go ahead, John. Yeah, no, I was just like, oh, yeah, we need to set that. <laughs> anyway, so, and my used pick. So my reason for picking that bike, and I think John's was for the wing as well, is bells and whistles. The person wanted bells and whistles. There's more tech buttons and switches on these bikes than you can shake a stick at. So those were easy picks. 
my used bike. Now, this is all the bells and whistles, but in a different category. 2016, this is on eBay for just, I'm just over budget, 30470 2016, Harley Davidson Screaming Eagle Limited CVO Edition. This is the biggest, baddest bagger you could get for 2016, and it's got it all. It only has 5,000 miles on it, so that's my used pick. Mm. Oh, it's mm. sold. Never mind. <laughs> I might have to pick another one. Nah, well. <laughs> I'm looking on eBay now. It's sold. <laughs> Snap. All right, Hogan. Well, what you really need, my brother, is an Indian. <laughs> this is what you need. To, to, just stop looking. Just go for it. And do it. Which one? Which one? You know. <laughs> that's all you need. Which one? A scout? The, no. <laughs> no, the Roadmaster, retired. <laughs> Can't. You're over the budget there, buddy. Oh, he could get he could get the, the red one, you know, the one you can get for twenty six. Yeah, that's you what know, I'm saying. Go, Which one? You can't go elite, right? That's out of out of the price. No, range. you can't go elite, no. No. Just get I'll the, you know, the you. base model. I'll look it up for you. Twenty eight nine ninety for the Roadmaster. There you go. That's easy. The classic will run you twenty seven. Yep, twenty seven grand. If you want all under budget. If you want the Roadmaster Elite, it's thirty seven. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. And all the gaudy you can handle. Oh, did I say that out loud? You're right. Damn inside voice. <laughs> now the used bike I was going with it I can't post the link to the to document, so I had to put it some other place. Well else hold on a second. Let me let me try to get this over to you guys because okay. I want to get you guys' input. Oh dear. On <laughs> this one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. This is gonna be good. <laughs> Or is it? Oh, if it okay. takes too takes too long, the joke's not going to work. No, 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 no. It's coming. It's coming right now. It's coming. It's, I'm gonna put it in. Uh, in um, there it is. I, I put it in Skype. Okay, I'll put it in the document for John. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna say anything because I want him to see it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a touring bike. <laughs> Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. That tour pack looks about the same as the K1600. <laughs> nice, Rico. The 2016 BMW Premium Frozen Bronze Metallic C650 GT. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Nailed it. I can just see you on it. <laughs> hey, it has seats and heated grip, so you're all set there, Rico. Right. Oh, man. Well, like, well, the gas mileage you're going to say, a, what are you going to get? You know, 80 miles a gallon? Right. It's got a backrest and everything. I mean... <laughs> Oh man, it's got forty six foot pounds of torque. Awesome. You can do a maximum speed of hundred hundred miles an hour plus. So hey, sixty horsepower. It's all good. 
Holy cow, it's EEU4 compliant. ABS braking. Mm-hmm. Dual floating discs. Saddlebags. Heated seats. I mean, whew. I mean, what more does a man no want? <laughs> right? It does have bells and whistles. You're right. Right? And the weight. I mean, talk about losing a lot of weight. Oh, man. Oh, 575 pounds. <laughs> Come on. It's r- r- road ready. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the stomach hurts. <laughs> <laughs> It's got a 4.2 gallon tank with a gallon reserve. Wait, no side bags. It only has a top case. Uh, it's got side bags. I thought it had side bags on it. Are they it's built into it? Bags. I guess they're built into it. It's hard to tell where the bag begins and the body ends. Yeah, don't, don't hate for that. You know, it's okay. They're there. And let's see what the price is here for. It is used. Yeah. Oh, too funny. I don't think we really need to get to the rest of the news. <laughs> <laughs> That's it right there. Just need to go to Tennessee to get it. Well, as we said, it's nailed it. It's not on their website no more. Oh, it's sold already, huh? Bastards. Yeah, it like it. yeah, just like mine. I had looked mine up yesterday and it's already gone. Oh, uh, let's see. I do have one more topic. For for Hogan, it's not motorcycle hand, hand, related. Hey, Rich, I got one more U-turn topic for you that we need to go back and talk about. Oh, hold on. Go so, ahead. So while we're on a ride up, we were talking about the Yamaha Venture in a red line at forty-seven-five. Oh yeah, this is a proper U-turn topic. That's right. Look at that TD remembered. Wow. So so, so you can continue your topic. I I threw it out there. I don't remember the rest of the details. How's that? Yeah, now that we're an hour and a half in, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we were kind of we're kind of ragging on the Yamaha Venture for having a forty seven hundred RPM redline. And you know, the more I thought about it, I took a step back and said, Okay, this isn't a production bike yet. It's my understanding from people we talked to and reading that these might be more like prototype bikes. So maybe, you know, maybe they're just they're keeping the a lid on the RPMs just because they're they're not full prod spec engines, whatever. So, but we were just making fun of it, like forty seven hundred, like that's ridiculous. So I got poking around looking at some dyno charts. Where do you think the Milwaukee Eight makes peak power, Rico, or peak torque? I should say. Where I think they get is peak torque. Yeah, where does it kick in on the rev range? Uh psh- Two grand. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, it's around forty nine hundred. <laughs> what? And it's red line at what? No, that's not the red line. But I'm just saying that's where peak torque kicks in on a couple of dyno charts I saw. Uh, so I just, you know, I want to recall a little bit of the laughter and poking fun that we made of the venture for having a forty seven hundred. Uh-huh. RPM redline when the Milwaukee 8 is making its peak power only 200 RPM higher. So really? Not that that's the redline, but you know, there's really right, not much right. need to go much higher than that. Right, right. Huh. Because even, ho- even the horsepower is falling off a few hundred after that. So 
you know, over five on that engine is pointless too. Mm-hmm. So that was all. It was just interesting looking at the chart. I was like, huh, I didn't realize it was that low. Yeah, here we are making fun of the damn thing. I know. I told John, and he was like, John's like, oh my God, you, you've got to make that a U-turn topic. Yeah. Can't forget Because definitely, yeah, because we ragged on that one hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on well, and off the show. Here's real quick. I'm looking at the spec sheet on the Street Glide, and it says the engine torque RPM is 32.5. Is 32 Wait, what are you looking at? If you look at the Street Glide specs yeah. on performance, engine torque RPM is 32.5. Is that the Milwaukee 8? Yes, yeah, in the Street Glide 2018. Well, that's even lower. And these charts, well, these dyno charts, like I said, were about 4,900. All right, I'll have to dig them out. We'll put those links in the show notes. All right, there you go. Or John will when he's feeling better. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. No problem. Hogan, anything else? No, I'm good, bro. John, last call? I'm good, my friend. I'm ready to hit this sack. <laughs> All right. Well, before we sign out, let me just take another moment again to thank the Riders of Loud Pipes for their continued support. And we encourage everyone listening who enjoys the show, check out loudpipes.net forward slash donate. And if you want additional information from this episode, including some links and maybe an image or two, you can find that at our website, loudpipes.net slash 104. We also have links there to leave us feedback, send us an email. We like to hear from people. Subscribe to the show. And of course, follow us on social media. Brother Hogan, kickstands up. Let's do it, Brutus. All right, Johnny John. Be safe, everybody. (laughs) Good night. for listening please consider supporting the show we offer generous rewards for your contribution find more details at loudpipes.net forward slash donate all right johnny john richie richie so we've always talked or we have talked in the past i don't remember when maybe it's been a while Uh oh about Bringing our experience into the show. Oh, oh, what you know I'm talking about now? Oh, you mean my back? <laughs> so, since we just finished hanging out with a couple of the members of our riders group, Mr. Zion, Dangerous Dave, and Chris, which was a lot of fun. And we did how many miles since we left on Thursday night? To this point now? To right now. Uh, about 900. 900. And I have 350 to go tomorrow. You have about 300. That is correct. Awesome. Been a good ride. It has been. So since we're tired and we're fresh off the bike. You, you tired? And we're about to go to sleep. I thought we should record a little bit. Oh, like we did in Atlanta? <laughs> should <laughs> yeah. I start picking my toenails? If you if you tell me that you bought another bike, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I'm just done. <laughs> 
No, but you know, you did get a surprise this weekend, didn't you? I did, you little surprise, Magudas, you. So, so what was the surprise, everybody? Well, I get you mid-sip. <laughs> so here's, here's the meetup. So we're riding to, basically to meet Zion first. Well, to meet everybody, but we're headed towards Zion's house. No, we weren't. We're heading to the pub, the, the brewery. Well, if we were early. We oh, were we weren't going to be early because of somebody. Anyway, but that was the plan. <laughs> if we were early, we were going to his house. Let me finish. So, yes, we're heading to dinner. And I don't know. We weren't too far from the stop. Your plan stopped. John's got everything planned out to the minute. And I mean to the minute. That's not an exaggeration. You know how, what I'm talking about. And, and how did those plans work out? Pretty damn good. <laughs> as long as when you say you leave at 8, you don't leave at 9, you're in good shape. <laughs> but when you leave at 9, you're an hour late. So how many minutes? What, what were we, 20 minutes from our stop, our plan stop? Yeah, it's about 20 minutes. So we're riding along, and this car is right on my butt. And I'm like, I've, I've had enough. I just, I pull to the right and I look in the rear view and I see a bike coming on the on-ramp. <laughs> Don't spill it. I'm like, yeah, this is a nice bright looking light back there. So I'll get over and now I'm like waving at this car who was on my butt. And now the bike that was to my right is gone and it's to my left. And I'm like, and I look at the front fairing. I'm like, hey, I think that's Dave. He has dangerous Dave. And I'm like, John, that looks like Dave. Is that Dave? He's like, who? I don't know. What? I don't know. What are you talking about? And I should have picked up on it then when you're like, you know, what? You were all confused. I was like, I should have picked up on that. But I was like, I think that's Dave. And then he gets alongside of me. He points to his hammer's rule on the back of his victory hammer. And he's pointing to his helmet with a loud pipe sticker. And I was like, oh, I get it. I know exactly who that is. And John was like, yeah. We were kind of planning that. <laughs> you suck. Yeah. So, so, so the backstory is uh, <laughs> on that is Dangerous Dave pings me and says, you know, what's our plans? What were we stopping at? And he was planning on meeting us in Chambersburg at the sheet station that we were stopping at down here mm-hmm. on sheet. But he got delayed with work and throughout the day, he says, oh, I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. And he's his, through the whole time he was saying that he's going to meet us on the highway someplace. So yeah. that's what happened. So he calls me, he, he messaged me and says, Hey, I'll meet you on 78. So like I get on the road and, and the phone rings and it's Dave and I stop in a comp. He's like, <laughs> all right. So, so, so I'm over on the overpass at exit 30. I can see you guys coming over. I got a great view for you guys. And I'm going to come on the highway and I'm going to meet yeah. up with you guys. So when we came over, I was like, I was driving along. I was leading. I was waiting for the thing. So did you see him? Yeah, I saw him on the overpass. I didn't see him, him come down. I saw him come off the overpass. I saw him come down the on ramp. And I'm okay. like, "Yep, here he comes." And I saw the bike come down the on ramp, and I saw the fairing in the front first because I remember he had like a a big vinyl sticker on the yeah. top. I don't remember what it was, but I remember that he had a sticker there. I was like, "Gosh, that! What are the chances that that that's Dave?" It was. And then he pulled up alongside of me. I'm like, that's cool. So, yeah, he got to ride in with us to the our stop, and then he he led us off to dinner at Bethlehem Brew, Brew Works. Yeah, I think Something so. like that. Yeah. 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 Let's go with that. Bethlehem we'll put it in show Brew notes. Works. Yeah. And somewhere in those show notes, you'll have a link. 
So so yeah, so that was that was the day. And it was pretty cool cuz when I um from the gas station that we were going to stop at to the place was 15 miles or 16 miles is going to take us 45 minutes. Yeah, traffic. Well, traffic. It was just like even if we got there at the plan time of 3:30, it was still going to be 3:30, 4:30, whatever time I planned to get there. It was going to be the time. Yeah, and we were scheduled to meet everyone at 5:30. 5 5:30, yeah. What's my plan for for Dine? Yeah. So, um, but it was pretty cool because you know, Dangerous Dave got there and he said, "Okay, I'll take you guys the back way." And he took us around some back ways, some nice roads, by the way. Some nice roads. Took us to a covered bridge. Got a photo of that. So that was pretty cool. And so we got to dinner, and dinner was real good. And we waited for Dangerous Dave's wife, Deb, to show up. She showed up. She showed up, and while, during this whole time, we were getting updates from. Chris Geis was coming in from Long Island. Long Island, yeah. And and I want to give a big shout-out to Chris. Let's, let's give this guy kudos. Yeah. That has only ridden 1,400 miles up until this weekend. On his... On his um, Vulcan S. Vulcan S. And his plan was originally to trailer the bike from Long Island out to, you know, out to East East. Area. So props number one, ditching a trailer and saying, I'm going to ride this well, thing. Well, no, no, that's what I was getting to. Yeah, yeah, that's what he decided. He sent us a message that says he was going to ditch the trailer and ride. So number one, kudos to him for ditching it and riding. Yeah. So great job, Chris. Bad part is it took him New York City traffic. Hours. New York City traffic, <laughs> getting out of New York City. <laughs> he never showed up until after 8 o'clock to meet up with us, which kind of sucked. So. Yeah. The beer, some of the couple of the beers were okay, but meh. I don't know. They weren't all that good. The pumpkin, the the pumpkin burger, was terrible. The burger was good. Burger was good. Yeah. I ordered these things, these loaded pierogies. They were they weren't good. They were a disappointment. I'm in Pennsylvania. I should have good pierogies. That should be a given. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm I get sorry. for being fancy. I should have just ordered the regular ones. I know, right? Did, didn't you order the regular ones as an appetizer? No. Oh, okay. Fries. Oh, that's right. Fries. <laughs> now, the fries were banging. The fries were good. Gotta give it up to the fries. Yeah, so so it was all good, man. It was um it was a good time. And then then uh we met up with Chris and rode over and dropped him off at his hotel and we went over to Brother Zion offered up uh, a room for us, so we got to stay at Brother Zion's house and shout out for the hospitality. Yep, to him and his girl. And so yeah, it was a real good time. Real good time while you sit here looking at the map. What are you trying to find? Where we went? We went on a bunch of roads. Okay? No, the brewery. I'm trying oh. to get the brewery name, which was actually in Bethlehem, not correct, not Bethlehem. Easton. Yep, it was in Bethlehem. So where is it? Here's Allentown. I don't know. There's Easton. It zoomed in there somewhere. Oh, I gotta zoom in. Yeah, you gotta zoom in. See, that's where I went wrong. I gotta zoom. Yeah. So, so you know, sorry guys, we are like totally out of this. We've we've been. Uh, let's see here. Well, wait a minute. Wait. A minute. Let's finish the props to Chris because. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So Brother Zion plans out a nice mountain ride for us today. Through oh, yeah. the Pocono Mountains. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, we basically rode, like, up and down the side of the mountain, but all on different roads. Yeah. And let's just say we were we were moving at a brisk pace. So it was at a good pace. <laughs> this guy indoctrinated into some twisty ride in, in a hurry. Yeah. But he held it pretty good. And, 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 and since we're talking about riding... Let's talk about something else here real quick. Okay. Tech today. 
How did that tech work out today? Well, the the center link up was good. So we had two 20s's. Um, Chris has a, a effectively a center unit, probably like an SMH5, but built into his helmet, right? And Dave has a U clear, a U clear. And John, you figured out how to get them all linked up somehow. Yep. So, so kind of really how it went was this, was that. <laughs> I know you burned up my battery in the process. So good job. Yeah. So how it had to be done was real quick on tech was, um, I connected to Dave using universal pairing mode. Okay. And then what had to happen then is I, once I do that pairing to him, I can't connect to anybody else. So that's why I hosted the intercom. Right. So you had to pull, you paired with Chris and paired with me. And then that's how we all linked up. And it wasn't bad. I mean, the quality was pretty good today. Yeah. And as long as we were under, you know, 50 miles an hour, like Dave said, because of the U-Clear, U-Clear system yeah. on his helmet, because he wears a three-quarters. Well, he had a three-quarter helmet, but he did have a visor on it. Right. So that helps. Right. But, it, well, yeah, you're right. It's not a full wrap helmet. Right. And and that's how it came out. So it, um, I thought it was pretty good how it all worked. It was all good, clear. It was nice having Dave on comms to tell us some stuff about it and Chris and yeah. in case anything happened. and Yeah, the only one we didn't have on the intercom was Zion, but he doesn't – that's not nope. really his thing. So nope. He was having a good old time today, though. He had Stacy on the back and his new uh, Electroglide Ultra or Electroglide Classic. I don't know which one. I don't remember either. I know it's the anniversary edition. Yeah, 100th anniversary edition. Still looks nice for a 15-year-old bike. Other than those big antennas on the back. That's on all of them. <laughs> That's on all of them. <laughs> but he was having a good time. I mean, he was hauling. A, he, I had, you know, I had uh, remnants of Rico riding in front of me, uh, watching this big Ultra rip through the corners. And, and I had a blast today. I mean, small group ride, riding through the mountains. You know, riding with my boys, hanging out was just a good time. And and we gotta give another kudos. How about the weather this weekend? Yeah, man, we definitely brought some sunshine with us, huh? <laughs> God, it has been you know low seventies, mid seventies all weekend. As soon as, as soon as the sun gets up midday, beautiful weather. Oh, it felt damn near eighty degrees today. It felt hot. It was kind of hot for a while there. Well, depend on places we hit. Um, as we roll along the Delaware River. You know, it kind of got cool in the shade and stuff, but, you know, I took off layers as we went along, and it was a good thing I did, because otherwise I think I've been roasting a little bit. The nice thing was the the days start cool, not cold, you know, mid-50s. When did yeah. we start this morning? 55? Yeah, Something like that. Know. But it warmed up quickly. You're, I mean, you we were clicking off yeah. more than five degrees every hour, and certainly by... Well, we said kickstands up 10 o'clock. It was probably 10.30. 10.30, and then we stopped for gas, and then yeah. figured out our route and all that. So it was probably closer to 11 before we really got riding. Yeah, and, and that was kind of the, the bad part. Reason was was I was trying to get all the comps connected, and and as I told everybody, I, I think, think that, I'm connected. Don't yeah. turn them off. I think that was worth it, though. That was time well spent. Yeah. Because having almost everyone linked up, especially – you know, Chris is a new rider, yep. so it was good to to keep checking on him, especially with the pace. You know, I mean, Zion and I are up front just hauling the mail. You know, we're enjoying it. The bikes are just eating up the cool weather. And then it's like, oh, yeah, let's 
let's not forget we have a a junior rider here. Yeah, yeah. Slow it down. Well, not junior, just, you know, really new. I mean, he has never been on these mountain roads, so. Well, it's everything, yeah. New new area, all new roads, and he know, did, relatively he did, new bike. So he, he did awesome. There's a couple of turns I think he realized he might have got a little hot in, but or a little, little, little. Yeah, that's how you learn, though. You got to learn. And, you have and, to do that to know that you're not pushing hard enough. Yeah, and and Dave kind of helped him out, and I, you know, we we sat back there and kept him in check, and he's good. And and I'll give him one other kudos tonight was that he was heading back to Long Island, and he messaged us at about seven o'clock and said that he was not feeling it, feeling sloppy and and not right, and he stopped at a hotel in Allentown for the night. So that's cool, and that's a big part of what we always say: ride your ride. If you know you're not there physically or mentally, it's probably time to stop. Yeah. And we, I was, I was close to that tonight, getting to the hotel. I don't think I had any more in me because I'm hunting around on a bike, trying to find some comfort. I'm trying to lift up on the seat and, you know, I'm swapping hands back and forth. I'm doing just friggin' aerobatics on the bike, trying to find some comfort. And here I just wanted to just throttle to go faster. And John just like, you know, picking up the pace. It just seems like every, we get every five miles closer to the hotel. We seem to pick up two or three mile an hour. <laughs> well, I figured that, you know, the speed limit's 70. Well, let's run 80 and let's get this shit down the road. And you're yeah, like, let's and, get I, it and, done. and the bad part, like you said, you lost Senna. So on the way down tonight, you lost Senna. Battery died. Battery yeah. died. So, you know, we, we, um, so we lost that common. So I see your head like get farther back. I'm like, oh. Well, that was in that construction zone. That was bumpy. Yeah. That was really was. starting to beat me up. It was. It was beating me up. And I'm just like. So that's why I was. I was just riding through it. I was just like hunker through it and just ride through and no. beat the crap out of I it. I switched lanes. I tried to outer lane. Didn't work. I tried the inner side of the right lane. That didn't work. So finally, it's like, I'm, I'm just going to roll out of it and bring the speed down. And then once we passed that. It was a nice little break because yeah, I know you had brought the speed down a little bit, and that helped me to. Well, I saw that you stay a little more upright. I saw that you were getting farther back, and I said, "Okay, I guess I'm I'm pushing it too fast." <laughs> so, you know, as we did that, so yeah, that's. And it's not like I could yell at you in the intercom because it had already died. <laughs> <laughs> well, I kind of got the new. I knew that's watching you. I could just have to watch what you're doing, and knew that the light was farther back. And I'm like, all right. All right, let me close the loop on this. It's Fegley's Bethlehem Brew Works, 559 Main Street, Bethlehem, PA. I just wanted to get it right. That's all. Yeah. And if you do park, park behind there. and they, they, TD? Yeah, yeah. You, you got the phone. I'm, I'm, I've been to, yeah. And if you go there, make sure you park. There's a parking deck back there. And if you do, they do uh, charge for parking, and they will come check to make sure you paid. Yeah. Yeah, the meter person came around at the end and was checking everything as we were leaving. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't say anything to us with three bikes in the three one bikes, spot. Four. Once Chris got there. Yeah, Chris was behind us, kind of hogging it, but I think he was all right. It's like, whatever. Four bikes, one spot. <laughs> That's how we roll. They all fit in one spot. Yeah. So yeah, highway riding, a little bit, a little bit of riding Friday night, not much, just basically get back to the house. Uh, today's ride. In the mountains was awesome. I mean, 120 miles, probably spent a good three hours. It was three, three hours. hours. I, I did the Revit Eat Sleep Ride. It was three hours. The ride time. Well, yeah, yeah. But we basically left, let's say we left Zion's at 10, and then we were eating. Two o'clock. Was it two? Two thirty. Okay, so one more hour. That wasn't bad. 
doesn't matter at all. Planned out a couple little stops for gas and stuff because when you're going that speed, you don't realize, yeah, we only covered 120 miles, but we weren't going that fast either. A lot of those roads, we were only going 40 miles an hour. Yeah, it's as you said, country roads are awesome, but yet they do take a lot more wear and tear on your body. And Yeah, it's still time in the saddle. You know, you reach that two-hour mark, you want to stretch anyway, no matter what. Yeah, and, and with, like, interstate, you can kind of, would say you can kind of stretch and do some other things where in the turns you, or in twisties you can't. Right. You can't. Well, but the nice thing is we get stops, you know, red lights, stop signs, so you yeah. can... You stand up a little bit for people like me that can't stand up on the pegs. <laughs> like I can. <laughs> I was very jealous, especially <laughs> on Friday. <laughs> what did we have to do? 400? We ended up doing over 400 miles Friday. Yeah, it was over, it was four something. It was a little over 411, I think we did. Every, every stint, the last like 20 miles, you'd be standing up at like 70 miles an hour. And I'm like, I don't think that's safe. You should sit down. <laughs> That's the voice of jealousy. <laughs> Sit back down. Hey. I'm going to give hey, myself some hey, props hey, for Friday, hey, though. Hang hand, hand. Yeah. Suck it up, buttercup. Yeah, I know. Suck it up. <laughs> I'm giving myself props I, for Friday. I, I, I need to give you props. Okay. Three stints okay, yes. of 120 miles, 120 oh. plus each. You did, my friend. See Good that? job, man. See that? Hoorah. You able? I I put you in the saddle, made you go for two hours, and at eighty five miles, he started complaining. I need a break. Nope, we're going. I need a break. Nope. <laughs> eighty five. It's like it's like when are we stopping again? <laughs> what was the exit number? But to be honest, how many more hours? <laughs> I was ready to stop as well. So those work out good for me. Yeah, two hours in a on a seat on you know a, as you will kind of say on a cruiser. Or yeah, a cruiser bike. Yeah, and technically the spider, how mine's designed is a sport bike. Yeah, two hour stints are pretty. That's about all you want. Are pretty good. Yeah, and there's, there's not much more range left in the bike there anyway. I mean, I can go one fifty, probably push that a little more, sixty or eighty if I needed to. But there's no there's no reason to. But usually at that point at the two hour mark, I'm mentally drained too, and I need a refresh. Yeah, you're done. Need some stretch, revive, get something to drink, maybe go to the bathroom. That was the other thing with Friday, so I was dehydrated like crazy. I was too. This Thursday, I drank no water, so Friday, I was doubling up trying to catch up. And I think I had to drink, I think it wasn't until my third bottle of water that I even had to use the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, man, I am dry. Which isn't good, because you can't keep your focus when you're not hydrated. You know, and you got to keep your muscles limbered up. And if you're not, not hydrated, that you're going to get cramped. And so just unprepared on my part, basically. It was it was interesting. So, yeah, so the schedule worked out. Kind of the schedule coming back down has been a little interesting, though. Yeah. We, we didn't plan where we're going to stop. Yeah, and the hotel I wanted was sold out. So we ended up at Plan B for the same money, which is a big step down, I think, but. It's a bed. It's going to help us. Bed sleep. seems comfortable. It's clean, so that's all I care. Yeah. Bikes are under the canopy. Yes, they are out front. Did you lock yours? I did. Did I? I don't know. I mean, either. I actually don't <laughs> know if I did. Now <laughs> I that know. I think about it. 
So what else you want to talk about this experience of ours? What else what else have you learned this weekend? Well, I learned I haven't been riding much lately. No. And it took me a minute. I'm not going to lie. Thursday night when I left Charlotte, it took me a minute to get used to the bike again. I was like, man, I haven't been out on the bike in quite a while. What are you, you laughing know, about? <laughs> I just thought about something. <laughs> What's that? The sad part is probably over these last two weekends of my ride, probably equals as much as you've ridden all year. Well, no, because I also did. We also did Florida together. That was another big trip. All right. Well, okay. Myrtle Beach. All right. All right. So, so. Okay. All right. I just need to put another little trip, and I got you. Beat. I got to figure it out. I probably, I'm probably at five thousand for the year. Mm. Three. <laughs> Do I hear three? <laughs> Three to four. Because wasn't I at like 30,000 in January? No, you're at 32, I was thought. Was it 32? I thought it was around 32. Well, it'll be like 35.5 when I get home. It was in 31. So I think it was in 31. 30, it was around 31, 32. I'll find a picture and I'll let you know. You find that picture and you let me know, okay? Because now you got up in the high cloud. I got odometer pictures here somewhere. You think this damn thing is smart enough if I say odometer it'll find it it should it's an iphone let's see o d o <laughs> nope so uh, as you guys might be able to tell it is like 11 o'clock 10 38 10 30 and we've been going since friday thursday night when did we go to daytona january j a n and rich is a little tired and this might be kind of off the rocker here and this probably will get cut. Two zero one seven, twenty seventeen, three hundred twenty seven photos. Give me a minute. Sure. So, what shall we talk about? I don't know. What, what else did I learn? I don't know what's, if it's so much things I learned, but what really got solidified this weekend is how I'm going to take a step further. Go back to show one hundred when I was saying. You know, we thought we were start, thought we were building a podcast, but really we're building a community. Yep. And I'll take that a step further. It's not really community; it's really family. Yeah. I wouldn't even say extended family. These guys are like family. It was yeah. awesome to to hang out. You know, the fact that Chris rode over from Long Island. You know, Dave appreciated us bringing the trophy. Oh God, yeah. So you love that trophy. Just and, hanging and, out today was just awesome. And, and talking about that trophy for next motorcycle podcast challenge, I heard there's going to be a little challenge between three people next year. It's getting good. It's going to be good. So it's getting so good. I, I know within the Loud Pipes family, I know uh, Zion's saying it's going to come to him. Dave says no, it's going to him, and Roger's saying no, it's going to Oregon. So I have a question, Rich. <laughs> I was gonna say, Roger, buddy, I don't know if we can deliver that trophy in person. I would like to, but. Come on, Rich. That's, what is it, 20, 2,400 miles? Yeah, yeah. One way? Yeah. I didn't even ride that many miles this year. <laughs> or did I? <laughs> oh, man, oh, man. Yeah, John, come on. Well, maybe if Roger would meet us halfway. Maybe maybe he'd be nice enough and bring the kind of meet us halfway. Yeah, cut, it, cut us down to 1,000 or something. February. I want you to just look at dates of January 1st time frame. I'm trying to find an odometer picture. 
If I started the year off at like thirty two thousand, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> I, I want to think it's thirty one something. Oh, you know what? I might have it. Hang on. From the channel? Hang on. Uh, no, no, I don't have that. Would I have sent you one in March? Yeah, you would have sent me one in March. No, because we started doing. Ooh, ooh, there's one. What do you got? Mm, no, no. This makes good radio. Probably. You guys enjoying it? <laughs> the dulcet tones of loud poets. Oh, how about those Delarians we saw today? That was crazy. So so as we're driving through the mountains of they're, they're Pennsylvania. They're DeLoreans, by the way. DeLoreans, sorry. Not DeLarians. But that would be a heck of a car name, too. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. DeLarian <laughs> X500. <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, so as we come around this bend, and all of a sudden here comes these. What are they again, Rich? Dolores? Delorean. Deloreans, yeah. There's like 20 of them. They must have been having some like meetup or something, some club or. Well, meetup. we were, yeah, we were laughing saying this must have been every Delorean ever made or ever still around. 15? I don't no, know. no, there's over 20. Stop counting at some point. I stopped counting at 15. We came around and bend. There's a whole other slew of them. But it's pretty cool to see those. Yeah, like 15, I stopped counting. Because, you know, we're coming down the road. It's like, oh, cool. Look, there's a DeLorean. Oh, no, there's two of them. Three, four, five. And it's like, wow. Let me find one. Oh, man. That's a cold ride. Remember a year ago we went to Pick and Pig? Or back in December? Yeah, that was a cold ride. That was your birthday ride, wasn't it? It was, my friend. Happy birthday. Got a ways to go yet. So, what else shall we, you know? The DeLoreans was cool. We got slowed up by a combine. That was interesting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who just turned into the field and proceeded to start chopping. Yeah, that that was interesting. All right, hang on. I, I think I, I'm looking. I think I might have some. Uh, I'm working on it. I, I went to the mo I went to the motorcycle podcasters challenge website and the photos. I'm looking them up. Well, look, where do you keep the monthly mileage for the? Well, I don't believe that because you haven't sent me your numbers. The loud pipes brag a map. You haven't sent me numbers. You're like, oh, here's my numbers. And I'm like, I don't know. But, what I, but I, the point is I've sent you the odometer pictures for months. You should no, have. No, you haven't. You only sent me like one. I sent you like six. No, only one. At least eight. One. Probably sent you 40 of them by now. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going up. Keep talking yourself up here, buddy. All right. I know I sent you one in May for sure. But that's going to be after we went to Florida and probably after we went to Myrtle Beach. All right. There's that. There's that. There's that. No, that's not yours. That's not yours. Is that yours? Well, there's one at 33719. What's the date? Um, I don't know. That's like summertime. That's in the summertime. I think that's when the MPC started. That sounds about right. So, so maybe you're right. Maybe about 31. Thursday's called 31 and change in January. I think you're at 31 and change in January. And what was the mileage to Florida? 
Uh, like we did that trip, and I think it was eleven hundred. So that would have been thirty-two. Let's say thirty-two, three, four, five. 32.5. The Myrtle Beach weekend was only a couple hundred. That was a four hundred mile weekend, I think. So because I think it was two thirty-three. And then whatever I did, well, you got you got one that says thirty-three something, probably around the MPC, right? Yeah. That's about right. 33 something. And then this weekend pushed me over 35. It'd be like 35, five, six or so when I get home. Plus or minus 5,000. <laughs> I wanted to get 40 this year. I wanted the odometer to click 40,000. That was my goal. I'm going to need to do over 4,000 miles of riding. In November and December to get it done. I can I can tell you starting in May, in May when you told me, uh, when you told me miles you had you gave me fourteen hundred miles is all you done since May or in May. Well, that's about right. Eleven hundred of Florida and four hundred to Myrtle Beach. That's about it. Well, I didn't have the Myrtle Beach stuff. Oh, okay. That had February, March, and April. You wrote stuff. Oh, still, that sounds about right. It's not been a good riding year for me. It's been way too busy. It's been good for me. I know it's been good for you. Crazy man. Are you at 20,000 on your bike yet? Yeah, I passed that. 25? I will by tomorrow. By tomorrow. So you're going to be 10 grand off of my bike. Yeah. In two years. Yeah. No, it's not two years until April. May. Now I feel really sad. <laughs> I'm going to go to bed now. I'm going to go cry in my bed, in my pillow. Well, we have to talk one about one other thing about experience. Let it rip. So the other one here this past month, I just did a Moto Mino ride. Two weeks ago. You're me. talking about across the state? Yeah. The mini. The mini iron butt ride. The mini butt. Yeah, the mini iron butt. Which put you on the tail of the dragon for the third, third time? time. Damn. And this is the first time that I went from the Tennessee side into North Carolina. Mm. So this one is on the cliff side. Is that more exciting? Oh, more, you don't, you I don't, don't like being near the edge like no, that. No, 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 no. It was a beautiful day going through the tail. We... Uh, you know, so so start out real quick. The mini iron butt was. Uh, Wait, we have we haven't talked about this in the show yet, have we? We have not. Oh, hold on, I'm gonna pull my chair up a little bit and get comfortable. <laughs> oh, get comfortable there, All big right, boy. Go ahead. So you can ask questions since we haven't talked about this. This is what you want to talk about experience. The mini butt. The mini butt. So Lay so it on us. so uh, Iris's mom, Mona Mama, in the app, her bucket list was to go from Manio, North Carolina, to Murphy, North Carolina. So it's. Which is how many miles? How we how we went was five hundred seventy six. One way or round trip? One way, because we went down to Charlotte. We came down to Charlotte and across and back up. So, I rode out uh, Friday night to Manio, and I one of the guys that was riding out with us, Petey Colelli. His uh, he had some engine work on his XR650 that he was working on and couldn't get it started, so we ended up making the whole weekend. We had to push start him every time. 
<laughs> because it wouldn't start. And I just don't know. We Since then, we haven't talked. I haven't heard what his issue is. I think the starter motor went. And then I met up with uh, Crux. We, so we went and picked up Crux out in the uh, eastern part of North Carolina. And then we rode up to Manio. We get an hour away from Manio, and it starts to rain. Mm. So this is the second time I've gone to the Outer Banks that I have gotten rained on. <laughs> this is the worst rain I've been in. So we rode over an hour in the rain to kill all those hills. And unfortunately, PD's bike Sorry, stalled. Wait, where did you start? Manio. I don't even know is, where that is. So Cordova Hills. Oh, okay. Nags Head? Nags Head. Manio, okay. So Manio is between the Outer Banks and... It's Manteo. It's Manio. There's a T in there. Oh, it says Manio. M-A-N-T-E-O. All right. Well, fine. Sorry. Proceed. My bad. All right. So Manteo. We'll call it Manteo then. We'll make sure I get the T in there. (laughs) Manteo. Okay, I'm sorry. Fine, my pronunciations. <laughs> maybe that's how they say it. Maybe it's, I don't maybe know. it's soft. I don't know. All right. So we uh, get out there. We didn't get to the hotel till like 8.30. No, no, it was like 7.30. It was raining. No undercover raining. No parking. No like covered parking. No covered parking. So I got everything in our room. And then we met up with uh, Bobby and his wife and Mona Mama at dinner, had dinner. And uh, Oh, come on. Bobby's wife's got a cool nickname. Yeah, her name's Two Chairs. Two Chairs. <laughs> Two chairs. I don't know why that makes me laugh. <laughs> She's a really nice lady. Really, really sweet lady. So so uh, we um, met for dinner, went back to the room. So I figured it was going to stop raining. I go get up in the morning. Look outside. Oh, it doesn't look bad. I go shower. I come back out, and it's raining. So for the next hour, because we met up, drove, and then we met up and with Bobby and two chairs and his Mona Mama, and and we uh, got me again. Headed off and raining, getting an hour away from Mantio, and the rain stops. It was cloudy and. So we we made it across there. Um, it was a good ride. Oh, I want to go to Stumpy Point. <laughs> we did a couple stops. We stopped in Garner. So what was the route? Sixty four looks 64 like sixty four to, um, pretty much four ninety five or eighty seven and renaming it. Okay. Uh, and then we went over to four forty. Got on that and then went over to 70 in Garner to a speedway. Matthew Williams, that was on, has been on the show. He met us there with his two boys, two of his boys. What up, Matthew? Yep. And uh spent about an hour there. And then Crux remembered he had a paper he had to go write, so he left us for school since he's in college. And okay. So we continued on, and then uh we got him 40 and went all the way 40 to. So it was highway from there to the mountains. Basically, yeah, pretty much. Right. Forty down. Then we took eighty-five down to Greens, down to Shelby, and on the way we got uh, we picked up Omega that I ride with a lot, and then in Shelby we got uh, 
FC09, which on was on an XR650 as well. So, and then we rode 74 to 26, and then out 74, down to uh, 26. Murphy. I'm looking. All right, 26, 74. To 40. Oh, you're back 40 again. 40, and then got off real quick on the 74. It wasn't long. Have you taken 40 past? Okay, have you have you taken 40 into Tennessee? Yes. Is that a nice road? Uh, very twisty. Oh, on 40? No, no. On 40. So it's four lane it's, twisty. Yeah. I want to ride that. I have. Twice. I'm looking at it now. You go by... Um, Twice. There's two tunnels. Waterville Lake. There's two tunnels. And you, then... You can haul through there pretty good. You cross over into right around Hartford. Is that Tennessee? It must be Tennessee. I did that um, when I went out with the Moto Nobody's in... Oh, we got to ride Route 32. Look at this thing. You got to the mountains, man. It's all the roads. Look at this first part of 32. I can't see it. It's just like up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. <laughs> Is that in Tennessee or North Carolina? That's just over the border in Tennessee, right past. Um, I might have done that road. Possibility. I don't know what road we did when we got on the other side of Tennessee because Wolf was leading and he kind of took us down some back roads. Oh, okay. Well, at least it wasn't like a highway magnet. Right. So, yeah. So, then the next morning we got up and headed off to, uh, went up 68, kind of cut across out of Murphy, went into Tennessee, went up 68 into Telco Plains, which you and Rico did at night, that twisty road that you guys don't remember. That was crazy. But I got to tell you something, you need to do it during the day. It seemed like it would be a nice road because we you remember today how you like those nice sweeping yeah. high speed turns. That's what that road is. Yeah, it didn't feel so nice and sweeping in the rain. Oh, when I was in the car when I went up that night, it didn't feel that way either. Oh. So um, then we did the tail and then we came back, and that weekend ended up being fourteen hundred miles. That's a damn good weekend. So that's two weekends back to back. Back to back, fourteen hundred ish. So, <clears throat> Roger, <clears throat> <clears throat> how's that riding going, Roger? You better check your mileage, Roger. <laughs> and, and and where's this mileage coming in? So we'll go back to it. We started earlier this year, a Riders of Loud Pipes leaderboard, just a little friendly competition in the in the group. To a little see. something in the clubhouse, yeah. A little something in the clubhouse. There's a which. I'll honestly say when I started this, I didn't think I was going to be where I was at. We have, you have about five people that are serious about it. Well, you got Zion. That's really, that I thought was really going to tear up, but. Well, it's you, Zion, Roger, Mike, and Dangerous Dave. That's kind of the five. Yeah. Dave hasn't been sending me his numbers. So I don't know what his numbers are. Well, he's got good mileage. He needs to. So I got like, well, I know what he's in Rever. Get on that, Dave. Send your mileage to John. Yeah. Someone's got to keep him humble. Yeah. Now, I I mean, I think I'm going to get past here. I think, uh, I don't know, the season's almost done. I don't know. I mean, how many more big rides are you going to do before it gets cold? I don't got one more ride that I can think of. And I won't talk about that one now. 
Which is? Oh, you're not going to talk about it. Okay. I can't talk about that. It's a secret. Of course it is. Well, hey, you know the secret. <laughs> That's like, how you roll. Secret. Oh, yeah, I got to. All right. So where are we at here? Oh, 40 minutes. Hour and 40 minutes? No, 40 minutes. Oh, shit. Well, we're going to get Brother Hogan on the line. We'll make it a proper show. We'll mix it in. All right. Well, you, all right. What else you want to talk about? What, what else you want to know? I, oh, I my Spartans got to go to the shop. There's something freaking going on with this stupid thing. That's irritating me. Won't start. Some reason when it's hot, it doesn't want to start right. Stop using the kill switch. I'm not using the damn kill switch. That's the problem. Which I think is dumb. That's just. I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to have to spend some. I think the next service is. I think what's going to have to have to be done is spark plugs and valves adjustments. Well, you could just save that money for your F3. But then I don't have anything to ride. Not true. I need another year and a half. Oh, year and a half? Okay. You're not paying me enough to go get the F3. Maybe you'd ride mine for a while. You need, I need that odometer to start rolling over. You wouldn't know what to do without your bike sitting in your garage. You'd cry. I'd have to get the Yamaha going. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> get that on the road. How many speeding tickets would you get with that thing? Yeah. yeah show restraint. It's not that bad. You wouldn't want to ride my bike very far, though. You for sure wouldn't do a 1,400-mile weekend. I know that. <laughs> I, I think you have to find the right a gear to wear. Gear has helped. I've definitely... I would say in the last two years, but definitely in the last year, especially the winter stuff that I bought last year, helped a lot. Now, Being able to layer up was huge. Now, yeah, and that's what we did this past weekend. I mean, I know a lot of people talk about heated gear. I know Matthew wears the heated gear, but I kind of like the layer stuff because you can take it on and off. You don't have to worry about electronics. I mean, I know it's more stuff you got to carry, but it's nice to take pieces on and off yeah. that, you know, that aren't going to be bad. Oh, it's nice to have versatile pieces. Like, look what I was doing with the rain pants. That was just the third layer when it was still in the forties in the morning. Right. So free <clears throat> freeze out base layer riding jeans is fine for most temps. And then when it's cold, I've got the rain gear as a third layer to keep me even warmer. And I, plus I have it if it rains. So that worked good. I've got to add the freeze out top, a couple different t-shirts, you know, short sleeve, long sleeve, um, sweatshirt, you know, sweatshirt hoodie. I mean, today I got down to mesh jacket and t-shirt. That's where I got down to today. Yeah. I was down to single layer t-shirt jacket, all vents open. Yeah. Like like we were riding in the summertime. Oh yeah. That's how far down we got. Oh yeah. Well you had no shirt on for a while in the gas station. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know, right? And and what else was I gonna say? Oh yeah, so I'll give a shout out to Matthew. And this one also goes to to Omega told me last weekend was Matthew bought Moto Skivvy. <laughs> Skivvy. You can't say that with a straight face. I know. Um Underwear or shorts, I should say. You could do either way. But they have padding in the butt and thighs area that help does out. So help? Yeah. Even with your airhawk? Yes. It, I think it really adds on. Today, I think it, it kind of slid down. So it kind of like yeah. didn't go in the right place at later in the day. And 
I gotta try something tomorrow. I don't know. Maybe if, maybe if I just sit on a t-shirt. I think you did something. that. I think you did that in Florida. I think you ended up putting a t-shirt on your seat, and I think it thought it helped you out. Well, the problem is though, if I sit on a t-shirt, then I can't try to stand up because it'll fly away. <laughs> I got electrical tape. You can tape. So from I don't the seat. know if I can move around much. If I, <laughs> yeah, I gotta think about that. T-shirt on the seat. <clears throat> or I could go to the craft store and just get a piece of foam. Just cut a little piece of foam to sit on. No, you don't need to worry about that. Yeah, like a little one-inch memory foam? Don't know. No? It'll fly off. You move around, it's going to get flown off. <laughs> <laughs> but then you probably won't care if it did. It'll bounce off the front of some car. <laughs> oh, that's right. Talking about that today. So we're Boink. I don't know if you heard me saying that today about today's ride. All of a sudden, I saw something flying off somebody's bike. I'm like, it's such- it was Dave. Like, you want that? He's like, nah, keep going. <laughs> yeah, so you got one of the cramp busters and it fell off the bike. He's like, ah, I'm like, you want to go back? He's like, nah, we'll keep going. I'm like, all right. Oh, I also want to get a, a throttle locker. I realize that on the highway. Definitely want to get one of those. Because it, I always knew it was dangerous using mine, it got real dangerous. <laughs> Was that Friday? Yeah, Friday. When you over-tighten it? Yeah, so I I used Harley's little throttle lock thing, and I tightened it down, and then I let my right arm down, get a little blood flow, and just kind of let it stretch out a little bit, get my hand to break. And I was enjoying it, so I just left it go for a while, and then traffic was slowing up a little bit, and I reached up. <laughs> to undo the lock and I went the wrong way and I tightened it up and then I couldn't get it off with my thumb. I was like, crap, now it's too tight. And like traffic's slowing down and I'm still at like quarter throttle. So I ended up reaching over with my left hand to spin the nut. That was a little tense for a second there. I was, I was already planning to, to dump the clutch in if I had to, but. So, so let's ask this question. If somebody's getting a bike, do you recommend cruise control? I don't know. I don't. That's a tough one. If the bike has it, if they offer it, sure, yeah, fine. But I wouldn't make that a deal breaker. I mean, me personally, I just need a simple throttle lock. I just need to get my right hand a brake just for like a minute, and then I can go right back to it. It doesn't bother me. So I know what you want to talk. You saw the one that Chris has with that clamp thing that you screw. Yeah, that's the one I've always wanted. Yep. And and I know I think Matthew has one as well, and I know Omega got the one that Zion and I think Roger got. That's the N one. Yeah, it screws that, in the end of your grip. End of your grip, and I know Omega used it on his CBRF six fifty when we went to the mountains, and he loved it because what was kind of nice. He said it, he it, he could tighten it up just enough to hold it, but it allowed him so that he could take it and mainly twist it back. If he needed to. If he needed to. So it wasn't like yours where it was stuck and you couldn't turn it. Well, usually I can back the throttle off. It's not a problem. But since I had given it an extra crank, then it was really tight and I couldn't back the throttle off. Yeah. So, yeah, usually I can. I, I tighten it just enough to hold it there. You know, I get it to where... You know, I let go and the throttle will back itself off a little bit and then I give it like another little turn and that'll hold it. And it's not that tight. You can still reach up and and crank it back if you need to, but 
man, when I had put an extra round, I don't even know what I was thinking. I just went the wrong way. Like usually you push it back with the thumb and I just reached up and put another big crank in it. And I was like, oh shoot. Now it's really tight. So that was my faux pas of the weekend. Yeah. I had a faux pas. Which was? Lost my glasses. What? Yeah, I lost my glasses. You lost your glasses? Yeah. When? I told you that. Did we talk about this? What day? Yesterday. Last night when we were off to the um, pub or the brewery, riding on the bikes, and I realized I had my glasses on. I remember on. that. Yeah. So I realized I had my glasses on, so I took them off to put the helmet on. I and remember I th- you talking earlier today that you had to get new glasses, but I forgot that you had yeah. lost them. Are someplace. Not sure if they're there. That's a bummer. Yeah, so I gotta get some new glasses. So now this is when do you use them? You don't need them to ride a bike. Reading. Oh, computers. Okay. 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 Work. Old man stuff. Yeah. I gotcha. So unfortunately, I've realized something. What's that? When I go on trips with you, I lose stupid stuff. I, 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 I Yeah, you lost a visor. Visor lost, and I lost my glasses. And you always help me out. I always help you out. What did I help you out this time there, Rich? Advil. <laughs> or painkiller. <laughs> one a day. Yeah, Rich is like, I need an Advil. I'm like, well, how many you want? One. I'm just like, one. just one. Yeah, I'm like, all right, here you go. That's all I need. I don't take much painkillers ever. I usually try to gut it out. Well, man, that's why I can ride longer. Well, I had a headache that the only reason I even took one is to see if it would do anything. Did it do anything for you? It did because if it hadn't done anything, then I knew it was a migraine coming. And that would have ended riding on Friday. Do you know what I think it was caused from? Just dehydrated, probably. Well, that may be one. But do you know what the other thing is? All that caffeine you drink in that coffee. Yeah, I really have not had much caffeine on this trip. And how are you doing? I feel all right. A little slow, but I'm okay. Maybe you can cut back on that caffeine. I should. I drink a ton of it. So what do you want to talk about? That's it. It's 11 o'clock. We need to go to bed. All right. If you're going to have a shot at leaving early, you need to go to bed. Okay. Been fun, man. Been a great time. Yeah. I just, I want to give one more shout out to the guys. Yeah, man. I know it was, everything was a little bit rushed and, you know, we had to run from here to there to get everything done, but. And and, and as I said to you, Rich, and now I wish I didn't, but if I didn't double book the weekend, have to be home tomorrow night. I think I would have, we could have maybe stayed another night up here and hung out and. Well, lesson learned. Now we, but we know now for the distance of the trip that we maybe need one more day just to, to ease the pressure a little bit. I wouldn't say ease the pressure, but it's not the Ryan trip is so much as enjoying the time with the guys. Well, that's what I mean. We wouldn't have had to rush today. We could have spent all day today and then hit the road tomorrow, even tomorrow, like midday, split it. Do half the ride tomorrow, finish it Monday. I had to be back to work. I would have been back to work, so I would have. But you know what I mean. It would have been nice to hang out there. It would be nice at 11 o'clock here on Saturday to still be in Easton. That's what I mean. Yep. And then ride home tomorrow. That would be nice. But then, you know, that's, that's almost, that's approaching a 600 mile day to get home. Uh huh. And it's into the fives for sure. <laughs> and 
It's a five for me. I know that. It's a long day. That's all I'm saying. I think it's five for both of us if we take the each of our quickest ways home, which I'm doing tomorrow. Yeah. Or me too. I think we're splitting off tomorrow morning from the hotel here. And you're going to go 81. I'm taking 66 and getting home the fastest way. Let's hope. And the safest. And be safe. I second that. All right, man. Bedtime. Bedtime. Let's do it. All right.